Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to We Hate Movies. Nice having a mic. Yeah, it's been a while. You know a real nightmare? COVID-19. You don't have your cards to tap here, but... Get some Vax cards to tap. We gotta tap. get a, a, a desk the, here for the you. The doors are locked, right? We're good? Absolutely. And who would have guessed? I'm sitting here in a Batman 89 t-shirt. I would have guessed that part. And 100% there's a gentleman right, right in the front. Would also have guessed that. Yeah, at least exactly. one other person wearing a Batman even t-shirt. more surprising, the director of Batman itself, Tim Burton, right here. It's just shocking. <laughs> it's amazing. And also, you know, the people in the front row, you know, we're like the G.G. Allen of podcasts. Yes. There might be fluid. Yes. That's one of the reasons we have to do proof of vaccination. We should have That's put, true. We should have sold slickers outside. For yeah. Oh, man. You know, note for next time, branded slickers for when Steve uh-huh. spits on everybody. <laughs> Uh, wow, this is so cool. I feel like I, I don't even like know where to start. This is so fucking cool that you're all here. Thank you for coming out tonight. Thank you for getting fucking vaccinated to be here. We're all doing our part. Jesus Christ. We are trying here, folks. Now, let's, let's see. You guys ready? Let's see if we can do it. Well, you know, speaking of Jesus Christ, natural enemy of Freddy Krueger. <laughs> that's, that's true, Eric. Thank you so much for pointing that out really quickly. Now, the boss are... burns him later. <laughs> Fuck, man. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. My name is Andrew Jupin. I am Sister Christopher Cabin Helena. Uh, I'm in primetime, bitch. My name is Steven Sadak. And we are We Hate Movies from New York City. Thank you for coming out tonight. Oh, mercy. This is night one. I don't even know. We might not even get to the movie. No. Sorry if you watch in advance. I, you know. Does anybody have any troubles they want to work out on stage? <laughs> you know, I have a great way to find out who watched the movie. Who likes Dokken in this audience? <laughs> so now we have an idea. But well, hang on. You could just have some folks that enjoy the band Dokken. Can and you? Not, well, maybe. I don't there know. There you go. Oh, they did the Dream Warrior song? They did, and they yeah, did. Yeah. She's on fire with the Dream Warriors. The fire! Sorry, what? The music video for the Dream Warrior song is literally a cliff notes for this movie. It is. The stupidest real. movie ever made. But honestly, I mean, I feel terrible. We should have put the word out. Save yourselves yeah. 93 minutes watching that docking video. And in four minutes, you got the whole thing. Highlights real. The I whole thing covered. Here's, and let's, let's see what happens here. I kind of like this movie. Does everybody, anyone else kind of like this movie? Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, now here's the thing, though. Anyone really like this movie? <laughs> Any tattoos inspired by this film in the audience? Larry Fishburne. Wait, 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 wait. You have a Larry Fishburne tattoo? Well, may I ask why you just shouted Larry Fishburne? He says any noticeable tattoos from the film 
you yelled Larry Fishburne, you could see my confusion. I think everyone is just so excited tonight because Freddy Krueger, Ohio celebrity. It is. That's true. Maybe one of the greatest Ohio celebrities. It's, it's him and Paul Newman. I no. Think it's, Steve I think Spielberg. Kill- LeBron James is up there, too. Sure. It's just... But I mean, like... <laughs> someone, wait, someone over here just went, eh. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, maybe you're not wrong. <laughs> Clancy Brown is... uh, We didn't forget Clancy Brown. We didn't know. See, learning something new here at We Hate Movies Live. Clancy Brown, native Ohioan. Is that what you do? Yeah, yeah. That's your Ohioans? It's not Ohioese. (laughs) No, that's what they speak is Ohioese. (laughs) And, I mean, if you want to class up something, the way to start... And we should have started with an Edgar Allan Poe quote. It's like, oh, who am man. I in class? Ooh, you know what? Because that's you're watching this movie, you're like, man, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, what a trash job, right? And then you look at that, though, it's like, oh. You're, you're, it's 1987, you're like, ooh, did I do coke to the wrong movie? Oh, they got Edgar Allan Poe to write a poem about this movie? At least, at least it wasn't Tim Allan Poe. <laughs> Just quote the raven. Whoa, ho, ho. <laughs> It did well in the 80s. I tried it out here. Wait, can you try, can you try it one more time, though? <laughs> Humor him. Yeah, I'll see you up. We got so many dates left. You gotta do it. Uh, I'll try to get in Detroit. That's his hometown, right? Michigan? That's true. So, yeah. yeah, that's true. Pure Michigan. So it's... This is like a... It's a, it's a third sequel, but we're kind of... Ignoring, second sequel. Second third sequel. film, yeah. Yeah, we're ignoring the second movie a little bit. Entirely. Bit. Entirely. Yeah. That, Entirely. Made, that made America yeah. at the time a little too uncomfortable. <laughs> Even though it's a totally great movie. A little uncomfortable at the time. Mm-hmm. You know. And we're like bringing back Nancy, Heather Langenkamp, Academy Award watcher, Heather Langenkamp. Yeah, she probably has watched him, huh? (laughs) She saw The Father last year. Now, all right, now hang on a second. Now, hang on a second, though. I'm I'm not going to rag on Heather Langenkamp. Robert Englund. Attended the Academy Awards ever once? Ooh. Not even, not not like makeup. Like I a was kid. a seat filler. That's what I'm thinking. I was going to say like hundred time presenter at the Saturns, probably. Oh, yeah. oh, definitely. I think there's an award named after him. The England. <laughs> Is that a BAFTA? <laughs> Here's your yes. England award. <laughs> Uh, this movie starts out uh, with uh, Patty Arquette, of course, is her first uh, motion picture. Academy Award winner for Trisha That's Arquette. right. That's right. They knew it way back then. This is directed by Chuck Russell. Yeah. So I had to get that out there. That motherfucker's got a golden toilet, oh, I bet, right? Crazy what? filmography, right? I yeah, didn't... what were we talking? The Mask. The uh, Mask, right there. I mean, that's golden toilet money. I mean, that, was, that should have been, a, all those should have been Kruger lines. Smoking. Oh, smoking definitely should have been one. Somebody stop me, except no, I kind of love this. <laughs> I'm dodging my landlord. It's like, oh. Remember that small subplot from The Mask, everybody? Well, I love yeah. the idea of they're like, oh man, we have a guy who is really punny, he's bald, he wears a hat. Who should direct this? Who should direct it? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Can you give him a weird hat? Yes, we can. <laughs> done and done. Done and done, dude. So, yeah, it's, it's Patty Arquette. She's listening to Dokken in the middle of the night, uh, which I, I thought what we're seeing here, and I, I was quickly corrected, I thought she was cutting up some coke, getting ready to stay up oh, late. Yeah, yeah. Turns out 
innocently setting up some papier-mâché. Couldn't even believe it. I looked away, and I didn't even see the what looked like cocaine. And then I just saw her, like, fiddling around with it. Little, it's a, a little cubby. A little cubby. Little, a little bit. <laughs> but it turned out to be paper I was mache like, Papier-mâché. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's an art craft. Do people still do that? Arts Anyone out there, papier-mâché enthusiasts? It's a dead art, dude. <laughs> there it is. Confirmed. Yeah, once those tablets came out, papier-mâché went right in the garbage. <laughs> tablets, did you say? <laughs> yeah, tablets. Yeah, tablets killed papier-mâché. Now you're doing Fruit Ninja on your tablet. Oh, uh-huh. You hear about this, folks? I thought we said Tim Allen Poe wasn't here today. <laughs> Uh, so she's doing it and... You know, I don't know why, I'm sorry, but I don't know why, if you're trying to stay up, mm-hmm. you would do a craft that clearly will put you right the fuck to sleep. Yeah. What are we, I mean, and that's why it should be cocaine. None of these movies, yeah. none of these movies were like, hey kids, if you need to stay up late, cocaine. That, It'll that, keep you up for days. That should have been John Saxon's note from day one in that first movie. Okay, kids, we're going to get you cocaine. <laughs> you never go to sleep again. Don't worry about it. A little something from the evidence locker. <laughs> yes. Daddy, could you get me more coke for me and my friends? There's well, a murderer after us. That is why in a movie meant for teenagers, they weren't like, you know, let's not endorse cocaine in the film. <laughs> we want an R rating, not an insertion the, the Colombians figured this out decades ago, <laughs> kids. Dude, that's what it is, right? It's like Freddy Krueger's number one enemy is like the cartel. <laughs> like You're this. keeping these kids up. And they're sending assassins into the dream world. I, you, you know what? Hey, I got to tell you, dude, better movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be heavily into that. She's so Patricia Arquette is drinking Diet Coke and Maxwell House grounds. Now, if that's not going to keep you up from caffeine, you are definitely going to be woken up by the need to feverishly shit in the middle of the night. Oh, dude! Just to go and take care. Ha- like, there's no way you're surviving. Have I been doing that? <laughs> yes, Eric. I didn't know. It's kind Keep of a eating. solid failsafe because unless you're Elvis, you're not going unconscious on the toilet. <laughs> Yeah, so, so, so like, Freddy Krueger's like, oh shit, she's got IBS, damn it! Every 20 minutes, with, I set up a whole fun house that's got knives in it and shit. And so now I'm wasting my resources on these kids constantly fucking shitting. See you tomorrow, fuck, god damn it. That would be funny if one of these movies was all about them trying to figure out how to give kids IBS just to keep them up all night long. This will fix it. Kid, you just have to eat a little more spicy food. You'll be up all night, Kruger, no problem. Some canned pickled jalapenos is your way to fame. Yeah, your ass will be bleeding, but you're up all night. It's fine. That tingling rectum you get, it would keep, like, you'd be fidgeting oh, all no, night. Yeah. Even after the shit. Uh, even after, even right. After. Totally so right. in Friday the 13th fashion, her mother comes home and she's a total fucking wreck. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street is this franchise, FYI. That's a Friday the, oh, damn it. On the road again. No, we'll, we'll leave, we'll come back. We'll just start a little. <laughs> you know, you guys just hang out here. We're going to go back. We're going to start the whole fucking thing over. Can you come back up? Can you come back up, please? He said the wrong franchise. Didn't you hear that? It was a fucking error. She kind of reminded me of Kelly's mom on 90210. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, big time. A little Jackie Taylor. 
Jackie, these kids aren't going to sleep and I'm getting horny. Mel Silva. <laughs> sounds like John Saxon. It's the same. You know, uh, listeners of this fine program may have been aware we recycle impressions quite frequently. All the time. Because we care about the earth. <laughs> it's not about the accuracy. It's about the oomph that you give them, right? Recycling. So you could tell that was famed Melro, uh, Melrose or uh, 90210 dentist Mel Silver, right? Oh, Jackie. <laughs> I love that. So she's putting her daughter to bed. She's like, oh, what are you doing? Still up? Blah, blah, blah. Good night, sweetheart. And she's like, could you just stay with me? And she's like, I can't. I brought somebody home. And this dude... <laughs> A man. Best character in the movie, FYI. You come home, you're dating, you're dating a woman that has a kid, and she's like, I just gotta go upstairs to put my kid to bed, and then we'll have sex or whatever. I have to put my 18-year-old daughter to bed for some reason. Hey, where's the bourbon? This guy knows what's up. It's like, I would love it if you didn't yell, hey, where's the bourbon? I would love it. Should I get undressed already? You know, could, could you just stop? Could you stop? It's not gonna be up all night like your stupid daughter's trying to be. Oh, especially once the bourbon enters the bed. Exactly. Where's the bourbon? Oh, it's under the fucking floorboards. No, it's in the goddamn sideboard, you jackass. Actually, though, great point, dude. Because if it is like the mother from the first film, yeah, there's bourbon under the sink. Yeah, there's bourbon in the toilet tank. That's true. Yeah, there's bourbon inside the garbage disposal somehow. She figured it out. That woman had problems. She just comes back downstairs. Craig, could you just not yell about where the rest of the cocaine is? Could you come up and whisper it in my ear, please? So whatever. She has this nightmare where it turns out to be a suicide attempt, I guess, is the idea. Yeah, Freddy Krueger fools the, her again. She goes into that house and there's all sorts of spooky stuff. It's a spook house kind of a situation. Well, it's oh this thing God. where this movie thinks that, like, Nancy's house from the first movie matters at all for any fucking reason. Yes. No, it doesn't. For it, the door gag at the end? No, but I'm it? just saying, it's just, there's absolutely no reason why Freddy Krueger, the demon would be tied to this one house. That motherfucker's working the whole street. Right, it's a nightmare on Elm Street. They all killed him. Like everyone, every, all the parents. Yeah, right? what is the beef with this one house? I mean, but, yeah, but Heather Langkamp was, and Nancy was his real success story. Like, honestly. She fucking defeated him in the first movie. What, what are you talking uh, about? It was his, he got in the news for, for the first time. <laughs> oh, for the first time in a while, yeah, anyway. It's a big deal. But it's good to have a rival, you know? It motivates that's Killed a bunch true. of her friends. I mean, that bloodbath, the blood fountain, I mean, that's, that's a great stuff. I feel like if you have a murder in your town that the end result is like a blood fountain, that town's closed for business. <laughs> you got to salt the fucking earth. You got you to move those citizens out of there, close it off. Like, what was that Stephen King movie with the alien and Mark Wahlberg's brother? There's like four of those. Really? There's four of that exact thing that I just said? Dreamcatcher? Yeah, Dreamcatcher. Remember? Dreamcatcher. They were like, okay. they were going to like cordon off the whole town and then bomb yep. the shit out of it? You have to. You got to do that if that happens. Because otherwise you just bloodbath town, you know. No, yeah. The, uh, the real estate prices are very low. Now, there was a plague <laughs> of violent, violent child deaths about three years ago. Janet and Ben are trying to find a house in Springwood, Ohio. <laughs> They're looking for something that's close to downtown, but still has a yard for the kids and dogs. I have a weird question. Did you ever burn a janitor to death? <laughs> no, then you're fine. Come on in. Come on in. 
The reasons don't matter. Just I need to. I need to ask. The question. It's just something. You know what? I just started at this you know, uh, real estate firm. It's something they ask us to ask you. Just doing my due diligence. No, seriously though, about that janitor. Did you janitor Now, now there was a blood fountain in this room not too long ago. I think it would be great, you know, for maybe a walk-in closet. <laughs> Must have a space for all their stuff. <laughs> uh, Dan wants to make a man cave in the garage. Sarah's not too keen on that. We'll see how this episode ends. Probably in divorce. I love House Hunters, by the yeah. way. Anybody watch House Hunters? You are just watching people line up to get divorced left and right. Especially House Hunters International, because without fail... One of them wants to go, the other one desperately does it's, not. That, that is like a hostage situation on that show, right? Absolutely. Like the dude with the tiki bar from Staten Island? Holy shit. This delusional son of a bitch, man. This guy wanted to go, like, move like, down to, like, the Keys or, like, the Caribbean or something, and he was going to open a tiki bar, and this dude had a tiki bar in the basement of their house on Staten Island. <laughs> the scariest of the five uh, You know, boroughs. I was about to say that sounds pretty fun, but then you said Staten Island. Yeah, that's where the terror strikes. Yeah, yeah. a shiver went up my spine. Right Ooh. on time, 15 minutes in, we're already talking about house hunters. <laughs> and regional New York. So, British Arquette's running through, she's trying to save this girl. It's like a dream logic situation. This little girl, we set up skeletons exist in this world because... Oh. Do they ever? We set up that underneath every single person in this audience mm-hmm. is a skeleton. It's very important. The uh, skeleton virus is already inside of you. Because <laughs> she's like, oh, please help me. She looks down, a scary skeleton. Dude, it is hilarious. She looks down and it's like little Mrs. Bates just <laughs> cradled in her arm. You know, one time I went to the orthodontist and they did a scan of my entire head. Uh-huh. And I got to see my skull. Uh-huh. What was going on there? It, Not it, a lot. It made the tooth hurt less, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. They probably needed to see if there was like nerve damage and whatnot. I think I look like a better skeleton than a guy. Oh, I think that that skull was nice. It was a classic movie. Were you getting skull. compliments on it? Like, oh, look at that skull. <laughs> No. 20 years in orthodontic work, and that's the prettiest skull I've but ever seen. But I'm just seen. picturing this guy, has this doctor just has everyone's skull on file, and he's just looking at skulls. He's just wallpapering his house yeah, at home with these cool. skulls. Wouldn't you? No. Uh, I would. Ooh, I'd buy this house, but the third bedroom has that skull wallpaper. That's, you know what? That's a cosmetic. You can make that change. It's a cosmetic change. <laughs> the, but the best... Like always, Freddy is upgrading his bungalow. He's got a very nice little fireplace with a bunch of kids' skulls in it. Yes. That in the Dokken video, by the way, the Dokken video, uh, uh, the drummer is inside that fireplace. Oh, yeah. It's quite something. Badass. Really, dude. Badass video. Should watch tonight. <laughs> she wakes up. She has a nightmare. She's like, oh, man, the nightmare is over. But is it? She goes oh. to the bathroom, oh. and this is when her sink comes to life and tries to kill her. Uh-huh. Been there, dude. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> And Freddy's in the mirror. And, like, this is Freddy's kind of MO in this movie. I guess he's afraid of the heat, so he's, like, trying to frame people for suicide. I think that's the thing. If if you could blame, like, another thing... Because, like, a blood fountain, he's showing off. Yes, for sure. Clearly, that was a paranormal event of some kind. Yes. 
You know, but like, yeah, like, oh, a kid tossed himself off the roof. Uh, you know. I don't know. She was pretty depressed. <laughs> Could not really my way. style. I mean, you remember the blood fountain? That's me. That is me. I do like this idea of the cops coming to him and be like, oh, no, that's not my work. No, no, I wouldn't do that. No, no, no. I'm fountains. All I'm fountains. Just saying, now. Look at her journal. <laughs> All right, Mr. Kruger, we need your help here identifying a murderer. <laughs> Oh, her dreams were too depressing. I had to leave. Sorry. <laughs> That's Michael Myers if I've ever seen it. <laughs> Definitely. Illinois is not too far away. <laughs> yeah, Haddonfield. How about Haddonfield? I didn't do it. Uh, and uh, so she winds up going to the worst children's psych ward this, in this entire state, in this, this entire is, world. It's I mean, awful. We've asked this question privately. How many kids need to commit suicide in your psych ward before someone, the state just steps in? Like, can we take a look? Is it cool? Steps in, we're talking eight. Yeah, uh, eight. Full shutdown, 12. 12? 12 in a row, it's immediately shut down. It's not the days of Christmas, dude. It's kids committing suicide. But they're forgotten children. Sure. No one cares. All right. You want to get the statistics out about the suicides in that area? I do not. Okay. Oh, the suicides in that area of a fake town? Yes. (laughs) It could be sky high for all you know. (laughs) But I guess, so what you're saying then is... the. When, like, the hospital so-and-sos, like, intervene in this film, it's unbelievable to you? Yeah. It was only three suicides, and this guy comes in like, shut it the fuck down! Well, the the president, uh, at one point, of the... The president? President of the hospital. Oh, got it, sorry. Comes in at one point and is like, all right, three... Okay, I'm firing somebody. One person. Not the entire staff, just one person. And that's it. Mommy, there's a child psychiatric hospital in Ohio, and the kids keep killing themselves. Yes, that's right. When they're all dead, we'll move you right in. (laughs) If only. Uh, Two terms too late. (laughs) Ronald Reagan jokes. Yeah. It's going to happen. We meet Larry Fishburne, who's an orderly that disappears halfway through the movie. That's nice. cool. It's right? crazy. They should have set up front that he's an orderly and a magician, too. <laughs> the way he vanishes from this movie. Well, I was thinking abducted by aliens, maybe. Maybe well, that's that involved be. here. Or maybe he got freed from the Matrix. Oh, oh, oh. there it is. I don't know. There it is. Because like, you could be like Kruger-esque in the Matrix, right? You could just be... If you're like, if you got the powers yeah. that like Neo has, right. you could just be Freddy Krueger in the Matrix, right? Is yeah, this you pitching the fifth Matrix? Yeah, this is it, yeah. This is it. Okay. I hope, I hope there's some wealthy dentists in the audience that can help me with financing. And I guess not. <laughs> no, not many. There was one dentist that was like, well, I'm doing all right for myself. I wouldn't call myself wealthy. I'm not going to raise my hand. First of all, to get around it, this is Eric, of course. Uh, get, of rid of the, get, get rid of the X just to see KS at the end. The Matrix. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I like it. Hey. I like it. And uh, we meet uh, Bill Maher stunt double oh. Craig Lawson. Dude, <laughs> this guy. Uh, new rule. <laughs> Giving him a proper barrel and Freddy Krueger. <laughs> that is a new rule. You're it absolutely is. right. Absolutely. It's a new rule. It's a new rule for this movie. That's totally right, actually. Yeah, Making up a lot by. of new rules in this one. You know, the thing is, it's mostly Bill Maher, but it's not 100% Bill Maher because there's a, a real deal Mark Summers thing going yes, on with this true. guy. Also that. I'm picturing this guy, like, introducing a couple of kids, sticking their fist up a huge nose. <laughs> you know what Bill Maher is? 
He's the bastard son of a hundred maniacs. That's right. Just like Freddy Krueger. That was, that was the original title of Real Time. That's why he's funny looking. I mean, it is funny that Craig Watson and, and Bill Maher were on like a similar trajectory for a little bit as like, like low-tier actors that mm-hmm. could mostly be... They both if, stayed low-tier actors. I would have loved it if we just got like, like serious time with Craig Watson instead of fucking real time with Bill Maher. And Bill Maher does a De Palma movie. Oh. That would really make me happier than the shit I have to deal with now. Craig Watson would never say the N-word on fucking TV. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But didn't it make you think, dude? It did, Steve. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, uh, and, you know, basically, uh, he's being talked to that uh, this woman is coming in this um, graduate student uh, because things aren't going so well. Because, like, again... Before this movie even starts, some kid has cut his eyelids out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, what are we bringing some hot shot in here for? I'm like, because of the fucking kid that died last week. <laughs> Jesus. But I don't know. Like, she's not even a licensed psychologist. Sure. She's a graduate student. Yeah. You, you must be really desperate. And, and it's one lousy death. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Come on. The we numbers gotta, weren't enough for Chris. We got to get to the dozen. Also, though, like, how rad of a cold open is it? This dude's slicing off his own eyelids. I thought I was watching a horror movie here. <laughs> You're telling me the coolest death happened days before the movie started. Fuck that. And yeah, he, he takes uh, Nancy out to talk to her about what's going on. Nancy, who's the, the protagonist of the first film, and they're having a nice talk, and you know, he's kind of obviously immediately hitting on her. Like, oh, no, she's attractive. So his, his uh, whatever, his, his problems end really quickly. She drops her bag, and he just grabs this medication and looks at it. He reads it cover to cover. And it's like, dude, it is like what the medication is, her full name, her fucking address. Let me me see what I'm working with here. Oh, great. This chick's nuts. Perfect. Enjoy your two free refills on that. It's just like, it's none of your goddamn business. Oh, do, do you live in Western Virginia? <laughs> really? Okay. Oh, well, you have chlamydia, too. That's interesting. <laughs> no, but this is, of course, Hypnosil. Yes. The most important medication in this film that turns out to not matter at all. That but... they were going to use and I guess forgot to do it? Or they forgot to film the fucking yeah. scene. Yes. Of them they might have taken it and just forgot to tell anybody. Well, because there's a part of this movie where there's this old lady uh, doctor who is the true villain of the film. I hate to break it to you. This lady should not be working with children. Holy shit. Like, she's this woman who's like, you know, if you're thinking about suicide, you're just a fucking coward. And I'm like, I don't know if that's a way to work with children. You know, I am kind of cowardly. (laughs) But she's, like, disgusted by this hypnosil reveal later in the film. She's like, "Are you, you know that's experimental. You know that's experimental, Bill Maher. I, I, the thing is, like, oh, it, it, I think he even says, like, oh, my gosh, I mean, it's just so dangerous for people not to have dreams. Like, the most impactful dream I've ever had is that my mom invented diet peach Snapple. <laughs> that was a dream that I remember. Like, do, really? you know, do you know, folks, how impactful that dream was to him? I've been hearing this for next year. It'll be 20 years. I'm serious. <laughs> That's the dream I remember. It's a That's powerful, it. powerful image. Steve's always talking about the dream money he's owned from the <laughs> Snapple Corporation. See, this, this is proof that dreams don't matter. No, of course not. Put it in the Care. water supply. Fluoridate the water with this shit. Fuck dreams. No one should have it. 
I don't know, man. Just do what I do. Go to bed high as a kite every night. You're not having any fucking dreams. It's totally fine. Works very well. Yeah. Where's that bourbon? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so that's kind of it. And then uh, is it? She starts to meet the teens. There's a, there's a whole ward of teens that are Elm, Elm Street teens. Um, Patricia Arquette. Uh, is going fucking apeshit because she's, Ooh, you know... This yeah. is, it's kind of low-key my favorite part of this movie, and I'll tell you why. She's having this freak out. She doesn't, they're like, oh, we're going to put you out. You need rest or whatever. And she's losing it like you do in a night random street movie. You don't want to go to bed, right? She kicks Craig Wasson right in the dick in this scene. <laughs> just a hard... There's a punt right to the balls, and this dude goes down. And if you're sitting there watching the movie like we were, pretending that this guy is Bill Maher, it's awesome because in this movie, Bill Maher gets kicked right in the dick. Yeah. I really, so it's a very I really, impactful scene for me. I was really waiting for like the cartoonishly the crotch to almost go up to his nose. <laughs> Two balls up yeah. and down. Two balls fall out of his mouth. <laughs> It's a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. It could happen. It could happen. You don't know what's a dream and what's not. Also, That's true. Maybe medically it could happen too. You kick it hard enough. Like the velocity. I don't... Mm, like, I don't think so. Uh, listen, how I'm many no biologist. Is this true? doctors want to invest in Matrix 5? Any, <laughs> any ball doctors specifically that can tell us about what happens when they get kicked. No? I'm sorry. This movie's also kind of like a low-key, like, welcome back, Cotter riff, because Nancy comes back to the old neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, totally, dude. Welcome back, welcome back, now you're dead. Oh, hey, Dr. Sims. <laughs> oh, jeez, I don't want any more hypnosil, man. Oh, jeez. Anyone else over 50 in the audience? Uh. <laughs> that is what this franchise fucking needed, dude, with some sweat hog era Travolta. Oh, sure. Wouldn't that fix this movie right up? That would right be, up, Steve. That would be perfect 1985. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just answering in a John Travolta movie title. That's oh, got perfect. me. Perfect. Watch, watch. Check out that movie Perfect if you haven't. It, what's what's that? He's Drag Racer? No, it's him and Jamie Lee Curtis working out. And oh, that's for right. The entire movie. Lots of boning. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Boning, you say? I believe boning. Fantastic news. Yes. Touch around some boning, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she like finishes the nursery rhyme. It's like, you knew, you know, dude. She had. Can I just say, Steve? I'm Please. sorry, but like, she has the entrance fit for a telenovela in the because she finishes the nursery rhyme, and then when it cuts to Heather Langenkamp, the fucking soundtrack goes. For like just long enough where you're like kind of surprised and then you're like, ah, just, I knew she was in this. Never mind. And yeah, she was in the trailer, yeah. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, okay, no, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And we meet the kids. Uh, one is Philip, who's a puppeteer. Yikes for that kid, by the That's way. That's why he's in there. That is why he's in there. Yeah, absolutely. That might explain like, his fate. He was like 17 and he was like, Mom, I know what I want to do with the rest of my life. I want to play with puppets. And she was like, Get to that fucking nut house and you know, to think we could have killed Jeff Dunham in the cradle. And more people up. took this initiative. All the others are going after Hitler. Eric is always after Dunham. Well, that's, that's the thing is Jeff Dunham's dad, he was at home like, hey, we're going to burn that janitor. You want in? He's like, nah, I'm good. And that's the difference. The only reason I'm alive today is because my father didn't participate in the burning of a janitor. <laughs> And uh, we got him. We've got uh, Will, who's the uh, 
Dungeons and Dragon kid? Right, yeah. Oh, he's kind of the saddest kid. I mean, because he's being me. Apparently, Ooh. he had an unsuccessful suicide attempt. He's now paralyzed and, like, in his dreams, he can walk. And I'm like, not this movie. Oh. You know what? No, Maybe no, not this movie. No, ABC no. Family wants this movie. <laughs> I don't want this movie. Yeah. It's really sweet. It's really nice. But again, not this movie. No. Maybe Here's some the other thing. movie. Here's the I thing. Can... When I'm watching a slasher film, especially a slasher sequel, my God, uh, I don't need to be, be uh, feeling bad for people. No. 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 I, don't, I don't want, like, emotions to, like, touch me. Like, <laughs> let, this, let this heart just be dead for 93 minutes. They sh- all the victims should be at the highest point of their life. That's why we so often see teens get murdered while they're fucking and getting drunk. That's yeah. true. That's it's, true. Just, just don't do it to these kids. Leave it's them all off. downhill after that. This kid's Indeed. like, he loves Dungeons and Dragons and he's in a wheelchair. Like, why does this kid need to be sacrificed to Freddy Krueger? It's cruel as fuck. Because he's one of the last Elm Street kids. Can we please just get into this right now? Because I want to talk numbers for a quick okay. second. So, okay, that first movie, there are four people that are, we're told, the children of Elm Street murderers, right? Nancy, who's still alive in this movie, Rod that hangs himself, or Freddie hangs him in the yeah. jail, mm-hmm. uh, the, I don't remember all the names, the, the blonde friend at the beginning, <laughs> one of the worst deaths in horror history, uh, and right? the rest. <laughs> but th- so that's like you know let's just and like, Johnny Depp that's oh five. and then Johnny Depp of course I forgot about uh, Fountain Mattress yeah, so yeah, I, I forget about that guy all the time anyway but so okay so it's them so that's like you know if you're talking both parents are in the picture that's eight people yeah okay that's like eight eight folks then you're talking about all these other these the final children of Elm Street how many parents does it take to burn a fucking janitor? It's one janitor. I, what was the problem? I feel like even Freddy's rules are a little loose. Like, even if you didn't attend, but maybe you made like a Freddy Krueger joke the next week, you're like at the bar, you're like, hey, Tom, give me a medium rare hamburger. Don't have Freddy Krueger in. You're going to get fucking, your kids are going to get murdered. I fucking heard about that remark you made. <laughs> Yes, and also anybody who was invited or brought beer and yeah, sandwiches to the after party of the burning. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Ooh. You're all in. You're all. All your kids are gone. Yeah, Sorry, no, dude. Hey, hey uh, Sam. Yeah, no, no. We're gonna kill that janitor. Uh, oh no, no you, know, you don't have to participate. Or you want to come to the after party? Maybe bring some, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm working a double. I can't make the murder itself, but the after party sounds good. No, Sam. Could you bring the crudite and the Miller High Life? We're gonna need both of those. That's no problem. Yeah, we'll bring them over. Thank you. I don't know, man. You're bringing snacks to a uh, celebratory burning. It's more like a cruel day. Yeah. <laughs> Eric jokes. I love it. I, I wouldn't feel- be too. I wouldn't be smart enough to make that one though. <laughs> I feel like eventually it turns into a chain letter situation. You didn't forward me to forty friends. <laughs> Kids are murdered for uh-huh. some reason. If that was the case, dude, so many dead grandparents. Of course. So, well, I better forward this to my son. <laughs> oh, now that's a franchise I want. Like, the Grampy Killer. Oh, yeah. definitely. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, I don't know, like, so, I mean, I know it's... Oh, I got a name for him. Sorry, real quick. It, it just hit me. Mailer Demon. <laughs> oh. The bounce back? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This time, you won't be able to avoid the bounce back. <laughs> Fuck yeah, 70s trailer guy. That would be a great one. He would get, but he would also get bored with old people. Like, oh, I had to kill another person who was dreaming of a sock hop again. <laughs> <laughs> if I hear that big band shit one more time, I'm going to fucking lose it. 
Duke okay. Ellington again. God damn it. What the hell is a penny social? <laughs> Congratulations, you won World War II. Fuck, dream about something else. Uh, you know, if I, I might as well just walk around like Tom Brokaw. I morph into him quite a bit. <laughs> I mean... News today out of Springwood. Uh, a bunch of children died once again. Oh. Welcome to prime time, dudes. <laughs> yes. Vague Tom Broca impressions. I do, but I do think, like, I don't know, like, yes, obviously, if you're a parent, losing a child is the worst thing in the world. But, like, maybe, like, and eventually then get the parents. Like, Tom, uh, uh, John Saxon, if he doesn't get involved, he's going to live till he's 80 in this movie and not give a shit. I get, Freddie's like, oh, he can live with his grief, I guess? Is that the idea? I guess so. Is he that high-minded, the guy who created the blood fountain? I guess it's just, it's the kids make him horny. Let's, like, let's stop shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, we know he's a child killer. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> child killer. It's a loose term. Remember, it changes uh, every forget season. about what happens right before this. Oh, the movies do. Yeah, dude. We're not making anything up here. It's the movies do. Although, remember that remake? Yeah. yeah, they remade that first motion picture a while back, right? Yeah. That movie, they were like, you know, it was a real great twist in this whole lore, this child murderer. Yeah. What if he didn't do it? <laughs> Dude, that fucking remake is like, oh, he was falsely accused? Get out of town! No. You're the real villains, all of yeah. you. <laughs> It wasn't Freddy all this time. No, 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 no. But Steve, so you were asking, like, why after all these years, like, Freddy hasn't come for John Saxon? Yeah, like, I, I mean, just Well, because, like, again, just like me, weed every night, you don't dream. John Saxon, he's definitely passing out drunk, blackout drunk, every night. I haven't had a dream since Vietnam, kid. <laughs> I kind of feel like it's, like, a thing where, like, it's, like, uh, once you turn 25... You could finally rent a car, and Freddy Krueger's not legally allowed to kill you anymore. Yeah. Oh, you like, age Nancy's out. on the bubble in this movie. Like, she's like 24 and a half. Oh, fuck, Nancy's in grad school. I better get on it. <laughs> Soon she'll be disqualified from my dream murder. What? <laughs> Did I write these rules? I don't want to be out of jurisdiction. Freddy uh, Krueger's just got these, like, reading glasses and is going, like, files through birth certificates. Like, <laughs> technically speaking, I can get her. <laughs> Birthday's coming. She's got to go to, like, hell court to contest a ticket. <laughs> uh, hello, Judge Judy. As you can see, I can haunt and kill this person. Oh, the uh, demon officer didn't show? Well, I guess I'm getting off on this one. <laughs> Frederick Krueger, you're awarded $2,500 and you get to kill that girl. <laughs> Next! Where is the plaintiff? <laughs> oh, man. A career made on tapping the watch. Unbelievable. Yeah. Judge Judy, one of the greatest fucking scams in entertainment uh, history. She'll Love going, it. She'll be going to hell. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I know she's not dead yet, I don't think. But. All the fake judges. Her, Judge Janine, all hellbound. Yeah, I would think yeah. so. Not Every Judge Joe people. Brown. <gasps> oh. Nah, he's cool. Okay, good. He never tapped his watch. <laughs> judge Joe Brown, patient TV judge. <laughs> So, like, yeah, she beats all the kids, and, like, it's like, okay, we're going to go, to, we do group, we finally meet, and this is when we really meet everybody. We also meet Kincaid. Um, Kincaid, yeah. Yeah, Kincaid, we meet Kincaid, we meet, uh, who else? Uh, Joey, who's silent. Oh, until he doesn't uh, have to be anymore. Mm-hmm. Pivotal point of the film, we'll get to oh, that yeah, later. His, his dream power. Yeah. Talking. I don't have any dream powers. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I go to my dream, it's the most mundane shit yeah. in the world. 
My dream power is uh, being vaguely disliked by a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's a... Sometimes dreams become a reality. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I could run really fast in a dream once. Not even like Flash. Yeah. Like somebody who's just like 50 pounds lighter than I am. <laughs> just one time, you just want to do one successful yeah, yeah, sprint without spraining your ankle? Yeah, not yeah. having to feel too heavy in the chest, you know? Got it. Okay. No fire up there. And, Fair you know, it, it becomes very clear, like, they're all being stalked by Freddy Krueger. Nancy is very aware of this early on. Uh, Patricia Arquette's mother is just like, oh, she just wants attention. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I think you should probably visit your daughter once in the mental institution. Totally. Un time. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And also, like, someone should have been like, Hey, you know what? Take two. This ain't Sunset Boulevard. You want to dial that back just a little bit? Listen, little I was bit. talking to my dealer last night, and he said all she wants is attention, okay? Look, I know my, what's going on. My boyfriend, who was uh, busy giving me the dirty dick at the time, uh, he told me that she just wants attention. And How through dirty? swigs of whiskey, he was able to get this mention out. How dirty was it? <laughs> Dirty enough that you're banging some springwood lady, man. I don't know. <laughs> on a spring bread, uh, be- bread, bed, hopefully. Spring bed, yes. Move on. I thought you were saying something. <laughs> Unless anyone wants to invest in the film, spring bed. I do not. I thought you were saying spring break, dude, because of yeah. course John Saxon, star of Nightmare Beach, the greatest oh. spring break horror film of all time. That's true. She goes to uh, Nancy grabs from Patricia Arquette. Look, could you imagine? You go, you're investigating, you know, you're a grad student. You're like, you know, I'm going to make a fresh start. I know it's in my old town. Why did this lady make a fucking paper mache thing on my house? <laughs> it's a great on. question. It's a great question. And the thing is, when she discovers this, it's not that, yeah. right? It's just she kind of looks at it. It's like, probably going to have to ask her about that. Huh? <laughs> Instead of like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like this movie, void of any and all. Are you kidding me? Yes, big time. But it would be funny. She's just like... Can I have that? <laughs> then she just walks outside and throws it in the garbage. She goes on a date with Craig Wasson at one point. I feel like this movie might be the first instance in American cinema where a Thai restaurant is mentioned. Yes. Because he's just like, would you like to go with me to this Thai restaurant? Like, looks right at the camera, and it's like, you might not be ready for this, America. It's a Thai restaurant. It's the new, hip, fresh cu- cuisine that all Americans should try. Dude, and she, sa- she has some line about, like, oh, this restaurant wasn't here. They must have opened it when I was at school. And he's like, yes, it's a fantastic new Springwood Thai restaurant. <laughs> Hello, Middle America. Are you aware that there are hundreds of thousands of people in your country from Thailand? <laughs> Anybody? No? Oh, oh. Yes, we are still disgusted with Japanese food, but Thai food. <laughs> That's right. The 80s American pop culture was on a full kick of like, ew, sushi, please. It's not fish, it's noodles, folks. Mostly <laughs> the Thai cuisine. We do have a scene in between where he is like, it's, it's basically the 1987 equivalent of like stalking someone on Instagram. He's like looking up her medication online. <laughs> yeah, this He's, dude should be like... With the doctor equivalent of disbarred, loses license. He's like you know. accidentally liking uh, medication she was on three times ago, and then like he's in huge trouble. It's, wait, at three in the morning, he was liking my past medication. What is that? I haven't been on that in three years. Oh, what a weirdo. Oh, ew. The medications I was taking when I was in Honolulu? <laughs> I was wearing a bikini when I was taking that medication. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So this puppet kid gets killed, huh? Oh, this man. 
It's it's good, but uh. it still goes, man. Ooh, it's it grows. It grossed the entire room of people I was with last night. Out. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I, I like the death, but I was a little teased because it starts with a claymation Freddy Krueger. And for a moment, for one moment, you think you're about to get a Freddy Krueger tool video. You think this is about to happen. A sick fucking bass line starts playing. Those little puppets. Yeah, honestly, not enough puppet. If you're going to invest the time and money... To make this puppet dance around, it's got to be the whole scene. Oh, I'm a puppet master. Wait, is that, that's another franchise. Now I'm getting <laughs> sued. Oh, it's a cease and desist. Oh, wait. Oh, what? Wow, this kid loves hockey so much. What if I wore a hockey? Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, I got it. No, no, it's fine. I don't want to be good. Why'd oh, this kid send? really loves William Shatner. Man. Oh, what? Oh, all right. Yeah, none of that, huh? Okay. Why don't you just send me a list of what I can't do, all right? I mean, like, it is it is a little bit of a tease. It's some cool stop motion. The puppet's weird looking. And it's like, oh, shit, this little puppet is going to kill this guy. Yeah. Much worse what happens to this kid. He dreams that, like, parts of his, like, veins or tendons, tendons are getting yeah. pulled out like marionette wires. Holy smokes, folks. We got a movie on our hands here now. And Kincaid, that son of a bitch, is, wakes up. And he's like, Philip, wake up. But he's like, enjoy your dream, asshole. I'm like... No, idiot. Remember, we made a pact. Like, if you ever see me walking around, wake me the fuck up because I'm being Krugered at that exact moment. <laughs> but I appreciate this death because we get to see the big man in the sky. Freddy Krueger is God. <laughs> it is a pretty cool I visual. always suspected. He, wa- Philip walks through a wall like a ghost and it's like, okay, movie. <laughs> this right. is when, yeah, no, this is when the movie starts doing stuff where you're like, I'm not sure if you're allowed to. Eh, fuck it. <laughs> it's not worth spending the mental energy trying to figure out how that kid successfully walked through You know who you sound exactly like? Wes Craven. Because he, yeah. he got yep. the script read right. He's like, yeah, fine. <laughs> Yo, did the check clear? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, he walked through a wall. Sounds great. Can't wait to... Rent it on video. We've really secured the producer title in there. Okay, great. Cool. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. And he basically gets chucked off a roof. You get a cool, like... The creepy bell tower, dude. Yes. We get that shot of all of the kids watching this, like the friends watching sex from across the room. (laughs) Yes, totally. They were like, oh, shit, ugly naked guy's fucking. Oh, and that kid committed suicide, but ugly naked guy was fucking. At a psych ward, I guess that's what you could watch, right? (laughs) He's naked. It is weird, though, that, like, not a single attendant from this facility bothers in the least to save this child. They've all been told that this place is closing, right? Oh, wow, fire sale, dude? All yeah. these kids must go? This, this kid, the, the, the Phil, the puppet kid, is walking across this lady's vision very slowly for, like, it feels like five minutes. She's like... <laughs> Looks like some good gardening equipment for next fall. <laughs> hmm. she's, she's in the middle of eating dinner, I think, is the thing. She's just looking down the whole time. I'm like, this is literally your only job. Note to patients at hospitals, don't, you know, find yourself in a crisis when the staff is eating dinner. Yeah, you want to be ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ready to go, that's right. And uh, so he's dead, and then the next day... We're in group, and everyone's upset, and this is when it's like, oh, yeah, it's a cowardly way out, even though that's 
exceedingly what keeps happening in this facility. It's your fault, kids, not ours. Yeah. He's going really hard in this scene. He's yeah. like, he failed us. I don't know what to tell you. He's a failure for killing himself. Yeah, that friend of yours that just died that kind of looks exactly like Sean Astin? Yeah, that guy? He's a coward. He's a total coward. And you know what? He deserved what happened to him. Anyway, let's continue with our therapy. How do you feel? This is when Craig Wasson does what I want to do, even though I, I, I would have to like figure out how to do it. We just kind of like lurk on a funeral. You know what I mean? Like a yeah, funeral is going on over there, and you're like, ooh, that guy's dark. Like if I was single, that's what I would do. Like just yeah, hang yeah. out by a tree. Like that sounds, guy's dark. Sounds really cool. It does sound really cool, right? Can I just ask a question really quickly? Yeah, sure. What, does, uh, what do nuptials have to do with it? Because then ladies would be like, ooh, look at that guy hanging out by that tree. Oh, I see. Uh, well, look at that mysterious dude over there. Attended this funeral in a The Flash t-shirt he did. <laughs> It's a black Flash t-shirt for some reason. I guess he's in mourning just like the rest of us. And then he started to flash us. <laughs> it just, it's kind of a cool move. I don't know. Just being like sitting by a tree, kind of watching a funeral, kind of not. Yeah, Uncle Henry's funeral was going just fine until some short weirdo whipped his dick out. Hold on. Uh-huh. That was not part of my plan. Just want to be really clear. Well, sometimes you just, you get in the moment, dude, and you're like, this funeral stalking is going really great. I, you know what would make it better? Maybe if I whip my dick out. You perfectly hide behind a tombstone. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So no one sees what you're doing. And then you, you pop out, dude, you pop out, and you go, try to bury this! <laughs> and just do like, like you're down low like this, do a little like Danny DeVito wiggle. I don't think so. That wasn't my idea. Again, my idea was to sort of like, Hang out gothly by sure. the others. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like. I don't care who I'm burying. I'm going to crack a smile at that. <laughs> oh, you have to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're doing that fucking waggle with a frown, man, then you're going to turn people away. But, <laughs> but, uh-huh. Craig Wasson runs into the fucking mother of Craig Kruger of all people. Who would have guessed? What are the odds, dude? Yes. Of all the fucking cemeteries in all the world. This creepy nun sashays into this one. It's, it's really my favorite thing in the world is a lying ghost. Oh, dude. This ghost yeah. is fibbing the whole movie. I'm Sister Helena, and I've heard of this nurse named Amanda Kruger, and uh, something happened to her, you know? Something bad. Ghosts are usually liars, right? They're, yeah. not, they're always up to shit. I don't know. Uh-huh. Jacob Marley was pretty forthright. <laughs> going to fucking hell. Yeah. He was giving it straight. Well, you know, he's haunting a rich guy, needed some decorum, you know. Sure. Sure. They were old pals. Uh-huh. Uh, That's true. And yeah, so he like kind of gets the scoop, like maybe something's up with this Freddy Krueger. This is when he goes on a date and a, a pose, uh, Nancy walks up to him like she's attending a Blade Runner funeral. Did anyone notice this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. dude, she's dressed exactly like Sean Young. Holy shit, you're totally it's really right. something. Wow. It's a, what per- a, f- a perfect replicant of Nancy. <laughs> she leaves a little fucking uh, unicorn on the grave. But what, why would I attend the funeral? Why would I attend the funeral? Of course I would kill the turtle. I'd fucking <laughs> smash that thing. Are you fucking serious? And uh, they go home for a nice after hours. Like, there's definitely a script in which they have sex, but thankfully it's not in this movie. Yeah. Where it's just like, she's like, oh, you know, I think all these kids are dying because, you know, of why I'm here. And he's like, why is that? And we kind of cut to this hypnotism scene. Like, apparently, and Craig Wasson was explained what happened in that scene. And then in the next scene, yeah. 
he's acting like it's new information kind of a thing when she explains it to him. Right? Yeah, well, because you don't see her, like, give the story because, like, who could possibly care? Like, we yeah. all know it. Sure. So that is some pretty economical editing. But, I mean, like, my question is, again, how horny are you immediately after a funeral? Because, like, even though we don't see it, there's, listen, listen. Oh, listen. I guess it's dur- you're during. Okay, got it. There, there's, like, a roaring fire... She yeah. has wine poured. The hair is down. This dude is sexily leaning against, All you know, a wall. A dinner way. has been made. It was yes. not ordered. It was made. It was made. And you know what? It's going to get cold because mm-hmm. <laughs> we're getting distracted. Look, Craig Wasson is clearly like full bar horny. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Nancy is may half, maybe. Like, she doesn't seem as into it. Craig Wasson is pulled. He's all the way down on the gas. I'm just saying, like... Well, he knows her entire fucking medical history at this point, dude. <laughs> well, that's true. I heard that medication makes you a little horny. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. She goes for a glass of wine, like, should you be drinking on your... Oh, nothing. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Tryptophan. Uh... <laughs> I'm just saying that in this point of the movie, I'm fairly confident this is where the sex scene happened and they, yes, just, they, just got, they got rid of yeah. it. So that's, again, that's why it's weird. You're, like, tickety-tack typing this movie... And it's like, you know what? We just had the funeral scene. What's next? Fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the same day, fucking will happen. Gotta fall Circle back. of life, my friend. Circle of life. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. We just put one kid in the ground. <laughs> Create a new one. Yeah, a new sacrifice. These are all fake people. Why are you getting upset? <laughs> it's a fucking 30-year-old movie. Oh, yeah. Now that, that, and this has never happened yet. Like, oh, I, I see a grandkid coming. <laughs> That's actually true, dude. Yes. Any of these uh, these uh, Elm Street kids have that's other thing, kids of their a, own? That, that's don't a good kid, question. Don't, you know, uh, uh, skin the cat or shear the whole sheep just yet. Excuse me? What's the, what's the thing when you're not... Shear the whole sheep, you say? Yeah, what's the thing where you're not supposed to do Wait, all the thing this, at once? Is this in the cemetery still? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the... Oh, gosh. Uh, Something about the golden goose. You don't want to pluck all the feathers. Count all your chickens before they hatch? We're no. on the fourth one now, Okay, yeah, I know. I don't know all your folksy shit, Steve. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just saying, if you leave a couple of these kids alive, then they can have kids. And now... Right. That's, mm, now I've got a lifelong ages. career. Exactly. Mm. That's job security right there. Exactly. Because <laughs> what happens if he kills them all? Like, he just... Mm. Well, that's... I think mm. they're his unfinished business, dude. Then he can just, like, descend to hell peacefully. Heaven? And so then now Satan's like, oh, grandkids now, Freddy, you're going to go up for great... Okay. This is when Freddy Krueger jumped the shark with grandkids. <laughs> Listen, your great-great-great-grandfather 700 years ago. Ooh, dude, that's the reboot, right? It was some, like, fucking Civil War murder, maybe? Oh. Get that going. No, I was just saying, what is Freddy Krueger in Waterworld? He's like, ooh, going to the future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to drink your own pit. Oh, you're doing it already? Oh, God oh. damn it. The earth beat me to it. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're going to die. Oh, you're excited for that because everything's terrible? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, cool. Mutant death fish. Oh, there's only one? Uh-huh. Actually, that'd be uh-huh. rad, though. And it's like, it's Freddy Krueger on, like, the bottom of the new ocean, which is, like, streets of Manhattan. Yeah. And he's just kind of walking around like Mario. <laughs> That's cool. Where are all them kids? Mm. <laughs> like, he doesn't know what happened. Make something. His hat can, like, take off and be its own thing, too. Yes. <laughs> like, look, all I'm saying is maybe it's a movie. Sure. Yeah. He starts killing, like, schools of fish. <laughs> I guess they're kind of like children. You're fucked, Nemo. Uh, 
And um, so this is when we, we, we realize, like, maybe we all have dream powers. Maybe we are indeed dream warriors. Dream warriors! And they get hypnotized, and we find out. It's kind of amazing. And, like, so, like, Patricia Arquette's like, what can you do? She's like, I could do a backflip. Wow, that's really cool. What could you do? Uh, uh, Darren? Uh, uh, Will? And he's like, well, in my dreams, I could walk. And everyone's kind of sad. It's like, oh, that's, gonna... he's like, oh, oh, that, that's great. Jeff? Yeah, it's like he, and he has like magic powers. And Taryn wakes up. She's like, I'm badass. And then Kincaid, who's the one black character in this entire thing, is like, I can bend things. And the guy's like, could, Kincaid, could you stop already? That's very unnerving. <laughs> it's like, Kincaid? Okay. Yeah, that's what could he says. Could you stop that? That's yeah. really, uh, that really scares me. No reason. I have to go back to the suburbs. Uh, <laughs> Dude, in this part of the movie, you're just like, hey, Craig Wasson, you shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Let that kid twist that chair leg. Yes. He should die, and Heather Landcap should just be the head of all this, honestly. Nothing else makes it's sense. It's almost yeah. as yeah. if the movie should have just done that. Yeah. Get this Bill Maher-looking motherfucker out of here. Also, Steve, we skipped over... What's that? Oh, the the best yeah. of course the best I mean you you assigned your own name to it <laughs> at the start of this whole thing but there's other girl I think it's Jennifer it's sure like, yeah. fuck it Jennifer who wants to be like the big TV star yeah. whose whole thing is like I like burn myself with cigarettes to stay awake Larry Fishburne I gotta say I'm the hook for this death yep because yeah, yeah. like this this girl's like sitting there watching TV after hours and he comes in like you know you shouldn't be doing this right. I'll let you do it. <laughs> nah. No. You're a fucking attendant at a mental institution. Let's get this girl to bed. Well, Lock that door. These kids are dying. We should explain exactly what happens here. She's watching TV. Sure. Uh, there's a, a Zsa Zsa Gabor. Zsa Zsa Gabor. And Dick Cabot. And Dick Cabot right. are having a little interview. Dick Cabot turns into Freddy Krueger. Which I never knew he was Dick Cabot, everyone. <laughs> Big holy surprise. Holy up next on the show, Groucho! <laughs> that's why Dick Cavett, he kind of like, didn't he go a little mental? He like took a break from everything for a while. Maybe that's why he was, he was killing kids in, in, uh, <laughs> yes. in Ohio. Entirely possible. That's right. So his excuse was like TV burnout. Yeah. But he was just coming to Ohio to yes. kill a bunch of kids. Yes, Got it. he was. Got it. Uh -huh. Got it. And then yeah. there's, so there's all this snow after that. She goes up to it. Freddie picks her up. Well, the TV turns TV into Freddy Krueger. Yeah. It's got little robot up. arms. Dude, it looks like little like Terminator skeleton arms. Not too shabby. It's like short circuit arms, and they ooh, actually way more accurate. Yeah. They're Johnny Five arms. Pulls her up. Welcome to primetime, bitch. Puts her in. This Lawrence Fishburne comes into the room, finds a lady with her head in the TV, hanging from the TV. Like six feet. This death ruled a suicide. <laughs> If that's the Explain case, it to me. there needs to be a trampoline in the room. She needs to get a yes, running yes. start yep. and jump and go into the TV. That's right. That's the only way that makes sense. Well, I'm going to uh, call something the Sonic the Hedgehog theorem. <laughs> Perhaps she spin her legs so fast mm. that she just jumped up there. That kind of kill should be reserved for Willy Wonka. <laughs> totally. You think Timothy Chalamet is going to be pulling a bunch of kids through television sets I, I, in that dumb I really dumb don't movie? think so. I will, I will say Jennifer's death here, the TV death, probably the death, if I, if, I, if I got a menu, that's the one I would pick. 
What? Yeah, dude. You would be. You would have your face broken with TV glass. Yes, TV glass, and then be electrocuted <laughs> over the uh, the puppet thing. Absolutely. Well, yeah. yeah. No, the puppet one is the bottom. That's the, the bottom. The bottom. Bad. Big time. Drug girl, big next on the yeah. bottom. I'm not doing drug girl death where my no, no. wounds are talking like little weird. <laughs> hey, Steve, let's get high. <laughs> no, let's not. Let's fucking is just. Is that Eddie Valiant? <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, Roger, you're shooting horse again. Not to be. <laughs> Not to be whatever, but the, the pun is kind of funny. Like, welcome to primetime. I'd kind of die with a smirk. Like, oh, it's kind of, that's a good one. That's pretty good. Well, he murdered me, but was, at least it was with a brilliant quip. Look, Wizard Boy gets one claw in the heart, and that seems like it. That and he's I'm dead, dude. That. Yep. That's pretty good. Or like the uh, Arquette thing. Like, just slit my wrists, Freddy. Come on. Yeah, but she lives. She lives. I know, but I wouldn't. <laughs> but Steve, I just am curious. Like, why do you think that this killing your face smashed through a tube television is preferable? It just seems quick, dude. And you know what? There's not a lot of stabbing shit. This, just, no, this is out. your diva thing. This is the one that would get you in the news. Yeah, that's true. Nah, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty memorable. Uh, coming up, a murder that we wouldn't have reported on at all, except this dude died very oh. coolly. A little, boy be- a little boy became the star of his favorite TV show. <laughs> uh, an edit across the desk here. This was a suicide? <laughs> a suicide? There was no trampoline in the room. That doesn't make any sense. Interesting. There is an unexpected guest on the Dick Cabot show tonight. <laughs> Uh, are you expecting us to believe that this little boy could uh, jump that high and put his face into a television? Well, there was a pogo stick within the, within about a mile. You hear that, folks? There's a, there's a pogo stick. They're shipping them in from Venezuela. Catch him in bed with a pogo stick. Hey, what? So they have a dream, a mutual dream. This is when Joey, who's been flirt. Who has a, a crush on one of the nurses? Sure. Goes and also the. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, Joey. Oh. I thought we were done talking about the boob tube. Oh. <laughs> wow, that sucks. It I love really it. really did. <laughs> a lot of pointless nudity in this scene. She's like, hey, Joey, I've always liked you. And then, oh, immediately, like, well, that's a lie. I must be in some sort of fantasy at this point. Well, because we've already seen she's being wooed by like cinema's biggest scumbag attendant. This other guy who's like uh, uh, going after the, the girl with the drug problem and is like, you know, I could get you fucked up. You want you want to have your life be hard again? Come with me. Yeah, I'm an attendant at this facility, definitely. They staffed this asylum, this entire asylum, with people that like were kicked out of the RoboCop gang. <laughs> These are all the worst people in history. Except who are... Larry Fishburne. But yeah, but even I he... mean, look, he beefed on that fucking television suicide call, but uh, otherwise... But also, he seems to have left the building for good without telling anybody. That's true. I will say, say what you want about Jason Voorhees, but Jason would not let this son of a bitch live. The guy, yeah. like, yep. the orderly would be, like, murdered in a really cool way. Yeah. You think but, like... Fred, but he's over 26, so Freddie can't touch him. But do you think, well, what like... did his dad do? Oh, no, he wasn't there. His dad was out of town when I was burned. Oh, can't touch you think like when this movie came out like Jason and Michael and Leatherface got together and they were yes, just watching it and they were just like wait what he did what it's fucked up man you let that guy go <laughs> we would have all definitely killed that guy yo and that creepy old lady doctor she would have been dead 
They're they like, just go get off fucking scot free. It's unbelievable. Those guys are good guys you just listed. Yeah. <laughs> Freddie is an asshole. They're looking at it like game tapes. Like I wouldn't have done that there. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, 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 no. <laughs> They're taping the opponent. All right, let's see how how does he how does Freddie do it in this one? Let's get out of the uh, marker. The problem was right here, Pat. You see, Freddy Krueger came into the room there and pulled the girl through the television, tried to make it look like a suicide. That's no suicide to me, Pat. That's all I'm saying. John Madden. <laughs> classically, classically in this situation, you would see a decapitation, but he went straight for the gutting. Straight for the gutting. Uh, Patricia Arquette. Ooh, spin move. Backflip over Freddy Krueger. Right there. Right there. Uh, but Joey's making out with this nurse. She gets really naked. And this is the tongue scene, man. Dude. Yeah. You gotta up. You, listen, if, if your first film has a wild tongue moment, you gotta get back in these sequels and up the tongue game. I suppose. No, definitely. That's a rule. It's too overboard, though. I don't even know whose tongue this is. Yeah. You don't know where Good his, question. his ends and hers starts. It becomes a and, singular tongue. And then there's tongue projectiles. Yes. Shooting there, tongue. Tongue rope, which seems pretty inventive. Yeah. If there's anyone that wants to finance that. Doctors, again. Doctors would have access to the tissue we would need to reanimate to make those tongue ropes. You are right, though, because at one point, like, the whole thing's coming out of both their mouths. It's a real, like, tongue of war. And, like, this kid's got, like, the whole hand wrapped around this thing. It looks like a big juicy cock, not for nothing. It does. I'm sorry, it does. And uh, I guess uh, Chuck Russell had seen Indiana Jones at the Temple of Doom already. So we just do that again really quickly? Like, yeah. it's just a big a fiery, fiery pit of nothing? Yeah, just drop the kid into a fire pit. I love the effect of he's like, I forget what the Freddy line is, but whatever he says to, like, open the floor, and this kid's, like, hilariously, like, his mattress falls to hell. Yeah. Kind of great. Oh, yeah, what was it, tongue-tied or something he says to him? Like, because it's the mute kid, right? Oh, or cat got your tongue, maybe? Yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't know. So watch stupid. the movie. <laughs> They all wake. They're all waking up. Woken up by this. Oh, it was tongue tied. Someone confirmed tongue tied. I was Thank right. God. Thank you. Thank As God. Usual. Thank Excellent. Thank you for watching the movie. Excellent. Thank you for reporting back on it. What'd you think about it? Oh, it's, it's fine. It's all right. It's fine. Right? All right. It's fine. fine. Yeah, not bad. But uh, Lawrence Fishburne, yay or nay? <laughs> he disappeared. He did. He disappear. did. Yeah. Turns I out. <laughs> Went to the edge of movie town and was never seen again. <laughs> I love, uh, they wake up, they all wake, are woken up by the, the head of the hospital, the evil lady. She's like, what is going on here? And the kid is, you know, in a coma. And this is when, like, you know, all power is taken away from Craig Watson. But I think on his record, it's like, you were sleeping with your patient. Like, well, not, I, I was sleeping in the same room. <laughs> I thought that we were sleeping together, but, like, separately. You're totally right, because this old lady walked into this room and everybody is just on the floor, passed out, and she's like, it fucking finally happened. I knew it. <laughs> this dirty-ass pervert. You know, he looks like that Bill Maher. <laughs> and this is when um, Craig Wasset is fired along with Nancy, and he winds up having a very long conversation with the nun where she tells him the whole story of Amanda Kruger who got... Left over, over, also, we say over a holiday. I just feel like in, in, inside the world of like uh, uh, 24-hour medical institutions yeah. or psychiatric institutions, yeah. holidays kind of don't matter. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's Christmas. It's really dead here. Like, no, 
people are still here, right? Like, it's just like high school. You had two weeks off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like but she's, holiday weekend, she says. Or no, something. it's the holidays, yeah. which if you really want to stretch it out, in this country, it's fucking Thanksgiving through the New Year. <laughs> How long was this facility closed? What are you talking about? And, you know, she was stuck in there with all the maniacs and Freddy Krueger. They all had a chance, we'll say. And Freddy Krueger is the son of a hundred maniacs. Which is not how biology works. He'd be the son of one maniac. We just don't know which well, of the maniacs. Yeah. Have we done enough studies on that? We like, are. We, we, we're good. Well, you know, I don't know. it all up, maybe they joined the... I don't know. No, I mean... Like I, a super tadpole or whatever? A super tadpole. tadpole. I think that's exactly what it's uh-huh. called. The super tadpole. Is it really muscular, Eric? Bend over and I'll show you. Uh-huh. All I'm, all I'm saying is I should get residuals for Mamma Mia. I don't know. Sounds kind of similar. All this information is also none of his business. Absolutely. Freddy Krueger. Here I go again. Uh huh. Son of a nun. <laughs> By the way, those two uh, Mama Mia motion pictures, excellent. Excellent. Oh, you'll have I a fucking have. blast. Oh my God, dude, it'll put joy right in your heart. Freddy Krueger's in him? Yes. Oh, fantastic. Anyway, I'm definitely that's, watching him then. That's about like the bastard son of three maniacs. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That's right, Pierce Brosnan, Stellan Skarsgård, and uh, Colin Firth. Three total maniacs. Yeah, wild and crazy guys. <laughs> she tells him that the only way to kill Freddy Krueger, finally, is to put his bones in hollowed ground, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Just brand new. Just making this shit up as we yeah, go along. Yeah, it's a new rule. Yeah. You know, it's like, can we just have one slasher movie where the fucking church is left out of it. This is out of nowhere in this shit. Oh, hallowed ground. Stop it. Well, they ran out of ideas. Okay? Got it. Got it. Then somehow managed to produce like three or four more of these fucking things. You know, or or go down so you just be at a Mormon tabernacle. That's the only way it's gonna happen. Pardon me? What's going on in there? Everybody's marrying sister wives and whatnot? Yeah, what's a tabernacle? Don't ask me. <laughs> it's a word I know, but a definition I don't know. It's, like cl- it's like their clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Just change it up a little bit. Greek Orthodox. Exactly. Like a oh, yeah. sure. The big, huge black hats. Yeah. Absolutely. It's easy enough. Awesome. That would be good. And uh, so him and Nancy are driving. Craig Lawson It's like, well, we got to go find somebody who knows where... Uh, where Freddy Krueger's buried. And who could that be, Steve? John Saxon, find a fucking Fuck yes. Yes. Love him. Saxon, dude. I think he should be in all these movies. He dies in this movie. He should be in all of them. Yes. Like as a Dr. Loomis character, Absolutely. just kind of totally. like two 100%. steps behind Freddy Krueger the entire time. Oh, Krueger, you ruined my fucking life. <laughs> Twice. Exactly. I'm chasing you to the edge of hell, buddy. Well, where Loomis just gets more obsessed and more like certain of like death's grow. Hold on us all. He should just get drunker. Yes. Oh, totally. In each sequel, like he can't even talk in New Nightmare. (laughs) Oh, that would be great, dude. Like his whole like dialogue in the last one is like just mumble mouth nothing. (laughs) But it still starts with starring John Saxon. I'm so drunk I can't get hurt. <laughs> oh, totally. I, I fell down the stairs getting here, Freddy. <laughs> Kruger, I'm invincible. I've obliterated my mind. I can't dream no more, Kruger. He's at Little Nemo's bar. Do you get it? And um, they, uh, they, Nancy and Craig Lawson show up. 
And he's like, oh, princess, I wish you'd forget about that Freddy Krueger business. You burn one janitor, your whole fucking life is ruined. My God. Look, princess, I'm going around telling everybody your mother died in a car accident. I didn't notice till this watch that he's no longer a cop. It's a security guard uniform. Listen, dude, when you are the sheriff of a town, Okay, and someone dies by blood fountain. I guess I'm guarding a Keldor. Yeah, totally, dude. You're stealing CDs over there. Like, that's... Princess, what do you want to hear? If I could go back, would I not burn the janitor? Yes, now, 20 years later, sure, I'd leave that janitor alone. I gotta say, though, at the time, it was fucking exhilarating. Dude, everybody was there, my God. I just kind of got caught up in the movement. It was all Woodstock. And we're not even in the remake yet. It was the right thing to do. That was like the fifth or sixth one we killed. I had no idea that one would have magic powers. It's stunning that they remade that movie and didn't throw a role to him. I know. What the fuck are you doing? Bummer. He was still with us. Use the time that we have left, folks. That's all I'm saying. If you have the opportunity to put a washed-up B actor in your movie, do it. (laughs) You definitely have one role where a judge says, sustained. That could be John Saxon. Who's stopping you? Because then we'll watch it, and then the four of us will go, fuck yeah! (laughs) Uh, And, you know, they're not getting anywhere with John Saxon. And that's the name of John Saxon's podcast, by the way. Not getting anywhere with John Saxon. I love that. Welcome back or whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Welcome to Stuck in Neutral with John Saxon. Uh, yeah, we will eventually get to our guest, but if you've listened to this show, we probably won't. Welcome it's just back. The part of the, it's just the part of the podcast where I kind of do business up at the top, but it takes an hour and a half, and we never get anywhere. Pow, I just shit my pants. Can you imagine him doing ad reads like that? It would be fucking awesome. It would be amazing. Oh, you got a free month of Sirius, whatever the fuck that is. Great. Thanks for sponsoring me, I guess. Now for the next segment, rate my wig. Sirius XM, you could XM my tukus. Saxon's piece in this movie looking pretty on point. It's I have nice. To say. It's a good piece. Nice. It's pretty uh, cool. Because of the character he's playing here, it can look a little disheveled. Mm-hmm. It should look a little disheveled. But that's the thing, right? It's like in the movie where he's allowed to look like shit, he looks great. And in that first movie, they didn't have a handle on that wig at all. <laughs> it was outrageous. The wig was a fucking fifth build character. <laughs> it did some of the murders, I think. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, back at the hospital, uh, Patricia Arquette's being stuck in the quiet room and sedated, so everybody calls. Beeps for Craig Lawson, so he's like, all right, Nancy, you go back to the hospital. I'm going to go tell your father what's what. And I mean, like, he shoves John Saxon, enter the dragons, John Saxon. He would, John Saxon would fold this guy like a fucking shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. I'm yep. sorry. It's would, not going to happen. I would love to see yeah, that, too. Look, listen, this movie is about a fucking, the spirit of a murdered child killer who comes back through the dreams of children and murders them. But the most unbelievable part of this film is that this asshole roughs up John Saxon and lives to tell the tale. John, Are you serious? John Saxon would have pulled a king shark and ripped him right in half. <laughs> right up st- this, like that. You know, I burned people for less. <laughs> you're, you're lucky you're not a janitor. <laughs> You're on my fire book, baby. Ooh, welcome back to John Saxon's fire book. <laughs> I like that too. 
This is our podcast where we take call-in things about adult themes. <laughs> Firebook. They, uh, they're driving around, and he's like, now where did I put that janitor? No, was it... I, I've killed so many janitors. All right, hold on, hold on. All right, it's not a, sh- the shallow grave in the desert. That ain't it. <laughs> this is 76. I probably lived on Elm Street at the time. <laughs> oh, and all right, so at that time, we're, we were using the junkyard on the west side of town. You also, have... so many junkyards in this town. I'm getting all turned around. You might have read about me, kid. BTK. <laughs> I, I pinned it on some nerd named Dennis Radar. Some, some loser. Some nerd named Dennis yeah, Raider. You see the glasses on that guy? <laughs> Fucking nerd. Yeah, he went by high school. I used to pull up him by his trousers. Yeah, he goes by bound, torture, and kill. I call him nerd. <laughs> so they get to the junkyard. Oh, I'm so magic with duct tape. Oh. <laughs> they get to the junkyard. Yeah, I also... Oh, here you go, please. There's no, more the, the gag is content. Keep, the gag is keep interrupting well, him, you see. Yeah. Listen, I could also hang myself in the bathroom. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, wait, is, is Dennis Rader dead? No, no, no. I think he used to masturbate that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little Got it. erotica. Wild. Appreciation. This he, guy knows it. He liked a good parody. <laughs> that guy didn't say shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, front row. That's what you get. He nodded Just, enthusiastically. They uh, thought about it. They go to the junkyard, Penny Brothers junkyard, obviously. Uh-huh. Oh man, sorry about all those false stops. Other janitors, you understand. Oh, this is the wrong janitor. This is the one that stole my stash. I'm sorry, we gotta go across town. Craig Watson's like, I hear you. <laughs> I fucking hate janitors too, John Saxon. And um, so they, 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 they find where. Freddy Krueger's buried. Uh, meanwhile, Nancy takes all the kids. In Lawrence Fishburne's final and totally uneventful scene, she lets her see the, the kids. They do one more uh, hypnotism scene, and they're all together kind of a thing. It's like, so do you think maybe it was a thing where like Larry Fishburne was like, look, I'm about to clock out. I'll unlock this door, but I'm going home. Yeah. So whatever happens to you after that, just remember, I'm off the clock. <laughs> off the clock and out of the movie. I mean, it's career suicide, so I would just walk out the door yeah. after that. Yeah, go see the kids. The thing I was told explicitly not to do, go do it. You have to have another job already. You're, you're, this is yeah. like the end of your two weeks notice. You're like, literally, I, my goodbye party's 30 minutes. Yeah, go see those kids. <laughs> they got a cake for me in the reception area. See, that's why like, I wish we knew a little more about this Larry sure. Fishburne character, right? Because he's like, look, I've been looking to get out of this place. You know, for ages now. I got a new gig with the old nut house in Haddonfield. Looks to be pretty uneventful there. It'll be awesome. He's got like one of those birthday hats with the point on top of it while he's letting her in. Yeah, go ahead. Go right in. So she goes and it's like, you know, it's finally, let's dream warrior it up. Let's all use our... Dream warriors! Let's use all of our skills. Kincaid, could you keep it down though? Kincaid. (laughs) For whatever reason, yours bothers me. just a little too much, okay? <laughs> uh, and this is when, you know, Freddy Krueger's really... Because usually he's like one night, uh, one kill a night, but he's like, oh, if, if you're all coming in together, I get the group rate. <laughs> the group rate. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have killed that kid at lunch. This is going to be full. Oh, boy. I oh, do you think when he's I like... I can't kid- get my knives up. Oh, boy. I did it in oh. the afternoon. Oh. Is this like a kid buffet, then? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, Thanksgiving kills, am I right? Oh, oh. <laughs> and this is, uh, so first he kills Taryn. This is when she's like in the, uh, the, the alley scuzzy there, alleyway. Yeah, yeah and this is... That's something. She, I, if I'm having dreams where I'm quote unquote badass, maybe my knives aren't two and a half inches long. Yeah. Maybe they're a touch bigger to deal with Freddy. Maybe I have a gun. Possibly. A, a machete switchblade would be great. Yeah, right totally, it's a dream. You can do whatever you want, man. You're totally right, because like the movie tries to pass this off as impressive, and she's like, you know, I'm I'm beautiful. And it's one of those things where it's like you gave her like a huge mullet or a mohawk, like she was beautiful before, whatever. And then she's like, and I'm badass. And two like Swiss army knives pop out. And you're like, all right, well, let me know when the badass part starts. Now, my children, you may have any power you so wish. I would like a, a mohawk and uh, two knives. Swiss army. Oh, so that's why the Swiss army's always neutral. <laughs> Yowza. Yep. Apologies to the Swiss attending. So you should be sorry. Oh, they wouldn't say nothing. You're right. They're neutral. That's why no one said a fucking word. Yeah, that was what. That was literally no what I said. Yeah. No one fucking laughed at all. Anyway. And this is when, yeah, this is when her her little wounds become mouths, kind of a thing. They mm-hmm. they don't disturb me quite as much as those uh, foot commercials where like. There, it's like a little face on your toenail, and it's like, I need ointment or whatever. No, it's the fucking... We were talking about this on something recently. It's the John Goodman... Finger thing? Sports oh, yeah. gambling app commercial where it's... Do you, do you guys have this here? Oh, yeah. It's John Goodman on the tip of your finger, like those dumbass fucking thumb movies from the 90s. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, you know what's great about gambling? The ease of using your finger. Me, your finger. And it's just like oh, John no, Goodman. You're face. putting it down your pants again. No, but that's the thing. It's like this weird orifices that are happening that shouldn't be orifices. Listen, ew, thumbs ew. and fingers should not have teeth. Yeah. Okay. Look, and that's the problem with those movies. Thumb tannic and whatnot. Fuck that say, shit. Say what you want. It, I loved Barton Thumb. <laughs> I thought he was fantastic in it. Barton Thumb. <laughs> I'll show good. you the callus of the mind. <laughs> yes. And, you know, he just uses her addiction against her pretty shitty, honestly. You know, uh, looking back on my career retrospective, that was one I felt terrible about. That girl had a real problem, and uh, I sent her to the grave thinking about it. She was in recovery! She was! She was. She was making strides. Exactly, you piece of shit, Freddy Krueger. Again, this goes back to why that orderly who was trying to get her back on drugs was not murdered. Because, listen, all you have to do is have this dude fall asleep on the job. Exactly. And then Freddy Krueger kills him, because who gives a shit? Yeah. Who gives yeah. a shit? Kill that guy. It'd be nice to have a body count. That's not just kids. Plus, watching a dude that scuzzy looking get iced, pretty funny. And so she dies by, like, heroin, which, again, it's pretty bad. But it's not heroin, though. It's, it's like, like no. fucking Flu windshield what? wiper fluid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't inject that. Also, don't do that. Yeah. yeah, it will kill you and will not cure COVID. Sometimes the movies are make believe. <laughs> every every once in a while, the movies are make believe. One out of five. Yeah. Will has a nightmare where Andre the Giant's wheelchair is coming after him. I mean, this thing is fucking enormous. It's crazy. Looks like the throne for like a troll king. Yes. Sure, I can't get around the ring anymore, but I can chase you around the hospital. 
Listen, I had a mild heart accident, but I, I, they have to wheel me out of the hospital this way. It's my Look out, Nancy, here comes your death by wine. <laughs> we should all get under a trench coat for this impression. Massive <laughs> guy. We need the, the modulator that Freddy uses for Andre the Giant, dude. That guy was big. We should Who, get Freddy or Andre the Giant? Both. Sure. <laughs> I think we should just get those for most of our impressions yeah, at this point. <laughs> I just want a big trench coat. I don't know. It seems kind of fun. <laughs> and it sucks because Will's like, what if I wore a Dracula coat? It's like that's all they had at the, at the store kind <laughs> of thing. That's what's embarrassing, right, is they can't even honor this kid's, like, what turns out to be his last wish, right? Because he's like, in my dreams. Because he's shown, we didn't mention this, he's shown earlier in the film, you know, he dares to enjoy things like Dungeons and Dragons and whatnot. And so the movie has to punish him for this by having this humiliating fucking death where he's just like, in my dreams, I'm a warrior wizard. And then like he transforms, but it's just a Dracula cage. Yeah. But his magic works enough. It blows up Andre the Giant's uh, <laughs> wheelchair. wheelchair. Oh no, how am I going to get around now? <laughs> Look, all you needed to give him was a fake beard yes. and those pointy hat with a bunch of moons on it. Oh, sure. I love a moon hat. Real like Merlin looking motherfucker, right? That's it. That's not what the spirit Halloween up the street had. So <laughs> this I mean I'm sorry, but Bella Lugosi was buried in this fucking thing. It looks terrible. And you know, uh, he's like, well I don't believe in fairy tales, kid. And he totally. his heart out. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. You know what like, editors though, I need to see that heart removed. Yeah. Well, it's like a cut and I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen, I thought we were watching a horror movie. No, you weren't watching. It was a series of fade to whites is what you were watching. A lot of commercial break editing in this movie. You're totally right. And I don't Weird. know what that says about it. Like, did they think at one point, like, New Line was going to cut the cord and they would just have to air this on, like, TNT or some shit? There are goddamn commercial breaks yep. built into this film. It's that, and I just don't think, uh, you know... Even with what we're doing here, they didn't want to show the kids actually dying. Yeah. So they'll show a shot of, like, the needles going into the arm. Fade to white. Yeah. And that's it. It's well, real in the dream sequence, we get uh, her mother's head cut off. So we get, yes. So there's some graphic violence with adults, I guess, yes. is the idea. Guess which is more idea. reason we should kill that orderly. Absolutely. Totally. Make up for, you know, all this shit I'm not seeing. We should find him tonight. Oh. <laughs> We got a car. We'll get a car. Someone here has a car. We'll go to California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the orderly's only 24. So she, uh, it's uh, British Arquette, Nancy, and Kincaid all meet up in this room. Like, wow, we beat Freddy Krueger. Let's go into the final area. No one's like, what happened to Taryn? Like, I would, if, if the, Dude, you're... T- wow. I would be like, I'm not going anywhere. Is Taryn okay? What I haven't Will? thought about that until right here on this stage, yeah. and that's cruel as fuck. <laughs> exactly. They have no concern for that girl whatsoever. Nope. They don't ask where the nerd is nope. either. Well, yeah, whatever. This uh, is all we have left, I guess. Fuck it. Well, they're, they're like, dead, I guess. They're like, let's go f- save Joey. They go to the basement. Uh, they do save Joey and Freddy kind of gets beeped I guess from the oh, other man. world. This is the funniest slash dumbest shit. In hey this dude, movie. they're fucking with your car, man. <laughs> God damn it. Alright, listen. None of you kids move. I'll be right back to kill all of you. Do not move. <laughs> it is because we should say at the same time this is happening, Bill Maher robs a church. Yes. yes. Like oh, they yeah. roll up. He takes... He takes John Saxon's booze bottle, uh-huh. dumps out all the booze on the sidewalk, and goes into the church, 
fills it up with the holy water, and then rips a crucifix off the wall, finally forcing this priest to be like, hey man, the fuck are you doing? He waits for the cross, but I honestly, when he was filling up the, the holy water, I wanted a priest to come up, hey, that's what's not free, you know. <laughs> um, can I help you? <laughs> Meanwhile, John Saxon's licking the church steps. <laughs> it's a little left here on the ledge. Uh, yeah, it's because of my love for the Lord. Yeah, yeah I call this cocktail a puddle hopper. <laughs> oh, I just remembered. I buried Freddy Krueger in Liquor R Us. <laughs> Gotta go there next. Oh, and then after that, well, I might have buried him in the Cigarette World. <laughs> Followed by the living room of my Coke guy's house. <laughs> we'll make all these stops and then circle back to your precious junkyard. Just stay in the car. I'll be right back. I have to sit on his couch for a while, though. Isn't that always the worst, dude? Like, before we had delivery services, you had to go somewhere, and yeah. you got stuck at the guy's house. Like, we want to hang out, see what this is like. Well, no, I got a movie to catch. We're talking about buying drugs. You are, but I'm not. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, so yeah, he's, they start to, they, they find Freddy Krueger, they buried him in a caddy, which is pretty nice. I mean, you know, yeah. it could be worse. Good way to go it's out. True. Totally, it's a real, like, fucking good fella's death. Oh, oh, really? You didn't even spring for the rolls, huh? <laughs> really? Really? I just killed a couple dozen kids. I don't know, man, it's a Springwood fucking, you know. You were a janitor. I expect the best. This town was nothing before Blood Fountain. I guess that's true. It attracted the Thai restaurant. Oh, you know, we're looking to expand our franchises here. You know, Springwood, that's in Ohio. Uh, they were uh, the town of the Blood Fountain. Oh, the Blood Fountain. Yeah, oh. really great. We could actually, in the, in the lobby of our Thai restaurant, have a little fun Blood Fountain of our own. Is that? Where all those kids died? Yeah, I think. Oh, it was. we should expand there. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of childless couples moved here afterwards. I don't know why. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Freddie has gets called away in business he's about to like kill somebody. He's like, well, this is what he shows them. He's like, oh, I'm so strong because of the souls of the kids. This is the first time he's got like kid chest. Yeah. Which is, yeah. <laughs> Because it's also like the first time they bother with any of this where he's like, oh, the souls of the children make me stronger. All right, what the fuck ever, dude. Whatever you're saying, buddy, you know, the movie's almost over. I don't give My a shit. My nipples are now mouths. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, dude. Like, hey, man, yeah, you really made my parents sad by murdering me. Can I not live inside of your belly button for all eternity? Like, my parents have learned their lesson for burning you alive. It's an exquisite piece of uh, prop making, though, and if you ever visit New York City uh, in Queens, there's the, the Museum of the Moving Image, which is a, a, a cool museum devoted entirely to film. They have this fucking Freddy Krueger, like, chest thing, yeah. and it's way bigger for, like, the effect shot one. Just as disgusting. I mean, oh, I have yeah. to say, there's like, yeah, the Museum of the Moving Image is basically Planet Hollywood if it didn't smell like mozzarella stick. <laughs> totally, yeah. And exactly it's good, right. in it's a good, good. way. Yeah, and they yeah, show yeah. movies and it's great. But like, listen, there are some things fit for museum curation. And then there's that, that they also put in a museum. It's confounded me for years. That, that should be in Guillermo del Toro's shed. Yeah, like, <laughs> totally. I just have this. Yep. Do you want to see my Freddy chest? It's good. It's really good. It's just now back in the shed. 
I don't bring, I can't bring it inside. Everyone throw up. It's terrible. I have the big you huge come pumpkin head. I show you the Freddy chest. It's really cool. You got the Freddy chest. You got the pumpkin head. Oh, it's so great. And here are all the Dracula teeth ever. <laughs> all of them. I have all of them. I would love all to meet that guy. Dracula We'd get off swimmingly, I believe. <laughs> oh, totally. Oh, we'd have a blast with Guillermo, man. You kidding? Open invite if he's here. <laughs> Guillermo, he has some movie ideas. <laughs> oh, no, I, I don't do. That's if you know any doctors. Are you in tongues? <laughs> That's a bad idea. Uh, they, so, yeah, um, a skeleton comes to life. Uh, <laughs> and John Saxon has the honor of being the first person killed by a skeleton on screen since 1962 or something like that. <laughs> like, he gets it's wrecked by this great. skeleton. I also like, like, he's, they're trying to bury it, and he's just like, bury the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. The fucking, you know, it's the thing. It's, it's, it's uh, uh, body teeth. Yeah. <laughs> the long teeth. The long teeth that you know, keep you together. You know, I went skiing that one time and I broke my arm tooth. The body Legos that are underneath these... I don't know the name. It's on the tip of my tongue. People bricks. Is that anything? <laughs> body connects. I used to do it all the time. Damn it. It's just bury the fucking thing. It's such exquisite. a great delivery. It's, it's the best delivery in the movie. Oh, my God. It might be the highlight of his career. It might be the highlight of my life. <laughs> And then he is quickly dispatched by this Jason and the Argonauts. Like, Which I think rules. I really like this. He kicks ass, dude. It's stop really motion does. the whole bit. Also, I feel like Nancy and the other dream warriors are in like the dream realm. Like, can, can we just go? Uh, he left in the middle of the dream. Does he do that? So he forfeited, right? <laughs> That's a win for us. Can we wake up? Have, you, have we discussed? Can we wake up in here? Let's try. Let's pinch each other. Can we just move? Would moving help? We just left Springwood entirely. Would that be a thing? Because apparently, I mean, Nancy went to college and she's totally fine until she comes back here and gets murdered at the end of the. I'm movie. not going to Boston. I'll be honest. It's a bit. It's a bit far. It's a bit far. I keep off the coast. <laughs> um, but hometown uh, hero, right, folks? <laughs> so he kills uh, John Saxon, and then he goes back. This is the mirror scene. That's kind of fun, right? Yeah, it's sort of like Nightmare on Elm Street meets the end of Lady from Shanghai. Yeah, yeah that uh, great Orson Welles motion yeah, picture. Yeah. You should check that out. It's way better than this shit. Uh, yeah, and that's like, it's kind of great because he's like, I'm definitely behind all of these mirrors. And then all of them in the hallway are like, cool, let's stand right up against all of them. <laughs> and they all just there? start getting grabbed. Is he in there? I can't see. Hello, Hello. Freddy. Is he at Freddy's friends? Are you in there? <laughs> and uh, they're all friends. they all get it's a, they're all aha videoed into these mirrors. <laughs> and all of a sudden, and Joey finally gets his dream power. He screams, breaks it, and everyone's like, "Wow, you you figured out your dream power!" Like you can figure out a better one. <laughs> like that worked then, but like bazookas yeah. would be cool. <laughs> My dream power is bazookas. Yeah, totally, man. <laughs> Patrick Stewart rules in, and I'll call you Banshee. <laughs> totally. Oh, a little dream warrior. I like this. Oh. I'm going to adopt you all for my new experimental school. <laughs> well, no, I don't think we can bring you onto the X-Men just for being beautiful and bad. <laughs> Sorry, so, Taryn, you'll have pass, to die. I'll be going to the next psych ward to find some more mutants, <laughs> let's call them. <laughs> Because that's where all those kids came from. Yeah, right? for, oh, for sure. Yeah. 
Isn't that what that, uh, what was that failed movie that finally came out over the summer? Oh, yeah. The New, New Mutants. Mutants. Yeah. yeah, aren't they all like yes. in a booby hatch or whatnot? Yeah, they are. And the booby hatch, we call it, because we're <laughs> 60 years old the each. Yeah, well, it's how long it took for that fucking movie to come out. <laughs> yeah, also, that nurse took her top off. Yeah, she did. Thank you. I, uh, I, you know, with that movie, folks, you, you often hear me on the air talking about greening out during a motion picture. Record time with that film. Oh, yeah. Rec- I don't even think the opening credits were done. <laughs> I was right out. Uh, so they, they're like, wow, we finally beat Freddy for the 14th time in this movie. Now let's get comfortable. <laughs> guess we should have woke up. I guess not. They go into another room. John Saxon emerges. And I kind of like this idea. I kind of wish John Saxon did go to heaven in this movie, you know? Yeah. He's had enough. I mean, the way he appears in this movie, it's like fucking Warren Beatty in Heaven Can Wait. Like, it's just, there's like gold sparkles. Like, if he just had wings on, it would just be an angel. Like, this is an effect you reserve for angels. You know what, princess? Oh, I just, I'm so sorry for the way I treated you. And honestly, the note, the message I want to impart to you and all these other kids out here, no matter how annoying a janitor may be. Don't burn them. I just, it's just not worth it. Look, kids, you just write a letter to the principal repeatedly for weeks on end until he gets fired. Also, you don't need to murder him. Also, Nancy, let me tell you, heaven is primo. They've got nickel beer night still. I met John Wayne the other night. It was fantastic. Soft pack mob reds as far as the eye can see. Wait, wait, Dad, you met John Wayne? No, you're in hell. <laughs> surprise, surprise, pilgrim. I, I, honestly, he was saying some weird stuff that I didn't agree with. <laughs> so maybe you're correct on that, honey, but it's still the mobs. But no, it's Freddy Krueger in disguise, you see. <gasps> oh, I know. That rascally rabbit. <laughs> and uh, he stabs Nancy in the chest, and it's like, oh, shit. You know, I mean, in 1987, you're like, oh, fuck, I thought she made it. You know what I mean? That would be pretty yeah. surprising. Yeah, I thought she'd be continuing this franchise. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty big surprise. I like, I don't like in horror movies, like the one that, uh, so immediately after this one, the fourth one, that they kill all the kids that survive in like record time. Dude, we are that's... cleaning house at the beginning of this next film. Holy but it's shit! Like, I, I think that's cheap because like you know you've watched all these people evade death. At least this one, like she has another whole arc. I think it's pretty cool. Well, oh, Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. Yeah, yeah it's not too yeah, bad. No, I agree. Poor Kincaid though. And Kristen and Joey. I mean, all you have to do to clear these kids is in the beginning of the next one. You just put like. Uh, cut out newspaper strips. Uh, Kincaid dies in weird cave-in. That's a good <laughs> flip. <laughs> cave-in. <laughs> Look, they have to die very weird ways. Got I it. Some... Okay. It's not fucking Final Destination, dude. It's Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> There's caves in Ohio, right? Look, I go back to Blood Fountain. You gotta go big. Sure, 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 sure. So, uh, Craig Wasson wakes up. She, he kills Nancy, and he's about to kill Patricia Arquette, but Craig Wasson gets off his ass... <laughs> and, you know, consecrates the grave, finishes the, the ritual, and who would have guessed that the Catholic Church was right the whole time? I did not see that coming for the end of this Nightmare on Elm Street film. He's even doing, like, the Indomita Padre Disputa Santi, and I was like, where the fuck did this come from? It's because it's, it's the spookiest religion, right? It is. Totally, yes. dude. All sorts of ghosts and goblins in there. <laughs> Uh, and we finish at uh, Nancy's funeral, if you could believe it. You know? Man, yeah. two funerals in one movie, not but too bad. This asylum, at this point, they must have discount funerals. They must be <laughs> buying in a pack plan. Like, we're definitely going to have 100 this year, 
Spread them out over the 12 months. Yeah, oh, like, it's like when you find out that, like, there's, like, some, like, judges in certain states in this country that, like, do business with, like, for-profit prisons, and you're like, oh, that's why all these kids are going to jail for their entire life? It's yeah. kind of like that is yes. what you're saying? Yes. Got it, got it. Or they, have like, they just have like a standing appointment. Like, there's going to be a funeral on no- at noon on Sunday. I don't know whose it is yet. Yeah. We'll know on Wednesday, I bet. I'm oh. going to tell you, it's probably a kid. Uh, almost all the time, yeah. it's a kid. So save the small coffins. Just earmark that. Five feeders. Five and six feeders is what we're looking for here. Oh, it looks like you missed the 1230 funeral. Better come back for the 1245. <laughs> And wouldn't you know it, the nurse that we all knew was uh, Fred, the, the nun, was Freddy Krueger's mo- mother, turned out to be Freddy Krueger's mother, and it's a big surprise. This yeah. is this is an ending for like Slow Joe in the background. Yes, because yeah. like he cu- he's like following this nun again, this mysterious nun. This guy never acknowledges at any point that this nun is clearly a ghost. First of all, yes. like she vanishes before his eyes twice, and he's like. <laughs> so then this end thing is like he's following this nun, and he comes around the corner. And he looks at the tombstone, and it's like Amanda Kruger, a.k.a. Sister Mary, whatever the fuck. And then he's like, you were his mother. They put both of the names on there. It fills out almost, like, the the dates of her are almost on the lip of the thing in the ground. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... uh... Uh, Amanda Kruger, you know, also known as Sister Mary Helena, also known as Squiggy to her friends. <laughs> That's interesting, though, man, right? Like, does uh, when a nun passes, do you put her stage name on the tombstone also? <laughs> I, think you do, I think you do both. You Got know? it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just in case anyone's looking and gets confused. Exactly. Just, just like, if they only knew her as a nun and they didn't know her real identity. Yes. Also, if, like, Catholicism is wrong and she gets up there, it's not just known as, like, wait, you were a lieutenant? What? <laughs> you married who? So she's dead. And then Freddy Krueger lives inside a paper mache house? Is he yeah, he's like a little guy. It's a weird, like, Craig Wasson is sleeping and then, like, he's got this, like, earlier in the film it doesn't matter but Nancy was like oh this little tchotchke I have is like a dream something something." so he's got that thing and then like yeah eerily kept the 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 papier mache uh, dollhouse that this girl was building odd fucking things to just keep around your house yeah really like I want to I want to forget this incident as fast as possible Mm -hmm. again in the garbage immediately and I was really hoping for it like to go into the window and it to be like the crusty episode of The Simpsons when he's shrunk down. Yes. It's all worth it when I come home to you. Oh, it would be awesome if it's Freddy Krueger and then just like a fucking Barbie doll is sitting there. <laughs> oh, don't have much to say tonight, huh? Guess I'll sleep downstairs. Someone felt bad for Freddy Krueger in that fake dollhouse domestic situation we just made up? I don't know what to even tell you, Doc. She doesn't even laugh at my jokes anymore. <laughs> Just impressed by the empathy in this room. It's pretty great. We need more of that, man. All right. Uh, but that is the end of this motion picture, ladies and gentlemen. That's 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 all she wrote. That's all she wrote. But that's not all. What did you say? But that's not all. No, it's not. But I'm just curious. Um, especially Steve, you watch this three times in a week. I think you said. I did. Ooh. <laughs> Super awesome. fan. Uh, Super fan. Super. 
Whoa. Would you whoa, would you recommend this movie to see? I mean, yeah, some people take this show seriously. I don't know. It just it depends on who you are. I mean, if you want to put it in the app, uh-huh. people are coming out to see it. You should probably watch the movie, I guess. Wow, wow. Uh, anyway. Airing uh, our dirty I, laundry on stage. No, I, I would recommend this uh, once in a couple, every couple of years. Tops. Uh, yeah, it's a... It's kind of a, one of the better sequels to this movie. I do think the second one's probably better. It goes one, two, three, and then it goes off an enormous cliff. Um, there's good kills here. I think that it's very memorable. It's pretty well directed. You know, yep. like it's it's cool looking, uh, and also Doc and Rules, the Dream Warrior song totally. Rules. Dream Warrior. That's me. What about you, Eric? I agree with everything you said. I think it's a fun enough movie. I think the pacing is good. Uh, you know, obviously we wanted a few things to happen differently. John Saxon to live forever, but yeah, <laughs> sure. totally. Uh, but no, I think it's a good enough time to check out. Chris oh, Cam. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. And, and Steve really does highlight that. It's really well directed. Like the the chasing the Argonaut stuff. I was kind of making fun of it. It really does look good. And the tool Freddy Krueger thing also looks good. And all Steve. Just so you've seen this like what seven times maybe? Yeah, maybe. Casablanca still hasn't seen yet, or <laughs> no, I've seen Casablanca. That got settled years ago. I've okay, seen okay. I, I missed that one. Okay. All right, all right. Bridge over the River Kwai. What? No, uh, there it is. There's the new one. <laughs> you got me. I figured. Playing guess who up here? That movie's great because it's like three hours of Alec Guinness going like, oh, I think we should construct this bridge, and then at the very last moment, oh, maybe we should blow up this bridge. <laughs> Yeah, also, a.k.a. Three, three and a half hours, about a sixth of the amount of time you've spent watching this movie. <laughs> I bet you I've seen it more than Steve, though. Oh, really? Because Nightmare on Elm Street, nobody cares to hear this. Nightmare on Elm Street was the first box set I purchased on DVD. <laughs> and I was obsessed with this shit. It was that dumbass... Like, when DVD first came out, like, we had to make the menus fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where it's like you turned on the DVD and you had to, like, navigate through a haunted house. <laughs> and they couldn't even bother to have it be the fucking house from these movies. It's just a spooky old house. And it's like, press right on your controller to turn a corner. And 15 minutes later, the movie's on. <laughs> uh, so, no, I've seen this a ton. And, yeah, I'd recommend it. Fuck it. That Dawkins song alone, man. Is the idea. Uh, but we have to start wrapping it up here, unfortunately. Uh, thank you so much for coming out. I have to say, you know, we haven't done this in like two years, and we were not really sure how it was going to go. So big thanks to all of you for making it go awesome. Um, a good time. Uh, big thanks to Hilarities for having us. Make sure you tip all your folks. Uh, who are coming around, tip them very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and But as we do here on the live shows, we have some, uh, some correspondence from the internet. Because, listen, when you are looking for the most interesting, worthwhile, and intelligent film writing on the internet, the best place to go is the IMDb user review section. So tonight we have two reviews. One person really liked it. One person did not. We'll start with the, with the, the pluses here. Ten out of ten stars. The movie that put this series on the map. Whatever the fuck ever. It wasn't the first movie. No. No, 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 one no, 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 no. no. It was the third one. Yeah. No one heard of the first one. I have to say, just looking at when this was posted, might have been a little bit of a lock-in fever. August the 30th, 2020. Oh, dude, you don't want to know what I was doing August 30th, 2020. I got an idea. Uh, Cemetery? (laughs) Just hanging out, dude. Uh, All right. Three years after A Nightmare on Elm Street and its follow-up sequel made Wes Craven the horror king of the 1980s. 
Dream Warriors came out and became profitable, forcing a fourth film to be made to be released the following year. Now, if I understand sequels correctly, in order to get the first sequel, the first one also has to be... Yes. Yeah, you know. Do you know what they called New Line Cinema after that movie, the first one came out? I got an idea. Tell everybody else. The house that Freddie built. <laughs> the whole company was made by the first movie, but I guess this stupid... Oh, man, what, what a terrible movie that made no money. Let's make two more of them. Finally, we've struck gold with the third one. That's interesting, because there's a direct line from Freddy Krueger to Lord of the Rings. There you go. <laughs> That's right. That's he have, right. He should have been in those things. Without Freddy Krueger, we would not have the LOTR films. Just think about that for Absolutely. a second. Uh, forcing a fourth film to be made to be released the following year, a trend which lasted until 1989. Okay, so you're writing this review last year. We all know. We all know the shit you're putting in here. We all also have Wikipedia. Uh, in 1991, the history lesson continues, folks. The first 3D entry in the series, Freddy's Dead, came out, soon to be followed by Wes Craven's New Nightmare three years after that. If I was grading this paper, I'd fucking fail this student. <laughs> this is a copy and paste job like I have never seen before. Fucking idiot. Yeah, here's, this, here's my essay on Brian De Palma's blowout. He started with greetings, and then later, he did femme fatale. Totally. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay. Uh, it took 12 years for Freddy to meet Jason in their highest grossing movie ever. Mr. Box Office okay, over there, here. There, there's an accurate one, thank you. And then got rebooted for each character, each with diminishing results. Also true. The title song by Dokken is a classic. And go. Patricia Arquette is hot in her film debut. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't blame the shut-in for that, I'm sorry. The effects are very good, and the scares are not that cheap. <laughs> it is a movie not for kids. <laughs> Excellent way to cap that review. Thank you. It's a real quick warning. Well, I, I, this movie made a lot of money. I better take my kids to it. What? <laughs> no, 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 it's about kids. It's not for kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then this other one. <clears throat> Three out of ten stars. Uh, subject line, fantasy... Not horror. Mm. Written in 2009, by the way. So that's all right. Okay. <clears throat> oh, back. oh, by the way, uh, user username here, uh, the intolerable kid. Mm. Oh. Probably pretty accurate. Mm. Uh, okay. <laughs> by all rights, after the last scene of A Nightmare on Elm Street 1, the lead character of Nancy should be dead. But here she comes back as a psychologist to mentor a bunch of haunted kids in a mental asylum to become dream warriors. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed this fucking movie with those quotation marks. Fucking nailed it. The intolerable kid, huh? <laughs> I think Freddie missed one, right? <laughs> Nobody bats a thousand. I can't help it. His, his parents didn't burn me alive. They were one street over. Had nothing to do with it. Oh, he's 25. Damn it. Damn it. Out of range. There was a block party on Maple, you see, and all those folks didn't come to my burning. <laughs> my burning. Uh, uh, no, I can't, I, can't, I can't make it to, the, to that burning. No, no, the, the block party's happening. Same day. <laughs> all right, no, that's fine. Uh, you mind if I swing my after I burn this uh, janitor? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, just okay. after. We're going to be going all night. <laughs> You're still bringing the stakes, though. You're yeah. bringing them? Okay, good, good. Uh, haunted kids, mental asylum, become dream warriors, and fight Freddy. 
What a load of dribble. Ooh. <laughs> dribble a grown adult using the word dribble. It's a dream killer. Of course it's dribble, you dumbass. <laughs> I'm going to yell at you for this guy. Fair enough. Do it, dude. Do it right up. Uh, by reading the reviews by the fans of the Elm Street series, this film is supposedly better than the second. People even say on here, it's the best in the series. Now he's roping in other people writing dumb shit on IMDb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Uh, say it's the best in the series. I have to disagree. This film doesn't even touch the first. I've just watched the film for my first time, and I have to say it was so boring, I struggled to sit through it. What? Boo this man! (laughs) Fuck you, kid. Yeah, absolutely. He's intolerable, this man. Yeah. (laughs) It certainly is. Uh, I said to myself, (laughs) no one else is going to listen to me. That's what happens when you're watching movies alone. Uh, I wouldn't bother writing a review, but the film bored me so much it must have spun me into some kind of perpetual state of boredom, making me become boring myself and come on to write about how bored this film made me feel and probably bore you that is reading, well, fucking finally something accurate. (laughs) I guess you can call this a horror film, yes. Oi is right. But it does not scare, not for one second. This is a teenage fantasy film. So's fucking Porky's. I mean, <laughs> and this film is prime reason why franchises are bad. I will happily never watch this film again. We are We Hate Movies from New York City. Thank you so much for coming out, Cleveland. We have had an absolute blast. We will see you next time. Stay safe. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.